Hey y'all, Josh here. Uh, before this podcast starts, I want to say that we've become part of the Pass the Hat initiative, which if you don't know, pairs content creators like us with families in Gaza with GoFundMes for evacuating families. We're happy to help support the family of Walla Amadala, and I hope I'm saying that correctly, consisting of eight doctors who have served in various medical sectors, including the Ministry of Health, Al-Shifta Hospital, Al-Awada Hospital, UNRWA Clinics, and Al-Quds Hospital. To quote their campaign, Today, after they have become exhausted by illness, starved by hunger, tired of staying up early slash late, and having little sleep intense in the cold and open air, today after the surgeon has lost his scalpel, the dentist lost his dental chair, and the orthopedist lost his surgical instruments, and the emergency doctor lost his stethoscope, and after the operating table got broken, my family has become a living representation of a sick science searching for a new hope. Even if you can only donate a dollar... All of us collectively donating could help get them closer to their goal of approximately $65,000, which they've already raised 11000 of. Please support them, and please support a free Palestine. Anyway, hope you enjoy the episode. Go check out the link. Please donate if you can. During that entire kerfuffle, I was on Twitter, and I looked down at Twitter at the end of that kerfuffle. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> you just remember the word kerfuffle, yes. It said, do you want to permanently block Call of Duty? <laughs> I was like, yeah. What? I mean, I guess. And I looked down, and it was a Call of Duty ad. Like, legit, like... it was the Twitter account for Call of Duty, the video game franchise, and I somehow maneuvered to blocking... And I don't even follow Call of Duty. You don't even fucking follow Call of Duty, yet they're just like... So for some reason I got an ad from <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> they know you. You're playing a lot of L.A. Noir now. and Yeah. And uh, so they're yeah. like, you know, you like being a cop? You're going to love being in the military. The guy was in the Marines, too. The main guy in L.A. Noir. You love being a cop who was in the Marines? You're going to love going back to the Marines. I'll fucking join the Marines. <laughs> This is a stick up. I was a, I was a, I was an army recruiter this whole time. Ninety eight episodes in, I've just been trying to get all of you fuckers to go and join, join the, the army. Join the fucking army. Ruin your life. Hi everyone, welcome to a podcast. Oh, I was fuck. drinking Sorry. water. Okay, all okay, right. start it start again. again. All right, I'll start again. <laughs> God damn it! I don't know how we do this podcast. I don't fucking. <laughs> you can't blame me for things I don't know about. Fucking, what is this amateur hour? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? All this is going in the beginning of the fucking Hi, podcast. Everyone. Hello, welcome to. I'm Sarah. I'm not <laughs> fucking drinking water during the intro to the fucking podcast. The 98th episode of the podcast. Which means we should have some sort of experience doing this. No, we this. don't. We don't have any experience. We do not. We do not. Anyway, hello. Uh, hello. Welcome to A, a podcast, podcast Will Save, save this, this relationship. relationship. I'm Josh. And I'm Sarah. And, and this, this is... <laughs> okay. Uh, at least you still got that uh, gag going. Yeah. 98 episodes in. Hell yeah. 
How you doing today, Sarah? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, I don't know how to do this podcast, and I don't know how we do these intros. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> it's interesting going to a podcast being all fucking Reddit and listener stories. Yeah. Because I literally don't... I don't know what to do. I don't do. know what to talk about. Know. Today was like the first day I went outside for leisure in like <laughs> months, you know? Like, I don't know. I went out yesterday Legit, to yeah. go to Walmart and that was it, but I didn't get to like look at trees, you know? I get that. COVID's been weighing on my mind recently. Yeah, it's been fucking getting at me. It's, I recently thought like, I had a memory. All alone in the moonlight. <laughs> Da, ba, 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 ba. You had a memory. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, so I had a fucking memory um, about the before times. Oh, back when there wasn't the dreaded COVID 19. Yeah, okay. And we could all go outside and have fun. <laughs> remember that? I don't remember that because I never went outside before this. Well, I just remember. I don't even remember what the memory was. It was something like where I was just outside and it was a fun time. Yeah. And like I had a good interaction with somebody at like a grocery store or uh. something, you know, and I just remembered it and I was like, huh, man, why can't I do that? And I was like, oh yeah, a lot of people are dead. Yeah. A lot of people over 700,000. We did that like two weeks ago. And it really weighed on me a lot. And I was just like, damn, man. Yeah, it sucks. We ever going to get back to that? No. I remember at the beginning of COVID, right before cases really started blowing up and we were all freaking out and going to like the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I think we, I went to Publix at some point. I think it was with you. Yeah. I think maybe you were sick and I was looking for thermometer. Yeah. We went to Publix and then we went to Walmart. But at the Publix, I walked down the aisle where like all the toilet paper was and it was, oh, just, it was empty. just empty. Yeah. And I was just walking like some fucking asshole, like with my hands in my pocket, like I don't know, fucking whatever. And some, uh, there's an old lady that passed by me. And, uh, mm-hmm. like, we just, like, laughed at, like, yeah, shit's crazy, huh? And then we went our separate ways. Aww, yeah. that's cute. But it was, like, a, it was, like, a smiley, happy ha-ha before. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> everything's good. Yeah. And then 10 billion people And then later. 10 days later, it was, like, oh, people were dying. Huh. Wow. Huh. <laughs> God, I remember that. I was in fucking school, too. That was, man, that was crazy beginning of COVID. Yeah, you know? Yeah. But it's just, it's crazy to think. I guess it was just like a realization of like, we are during, we are in our World War II era where we have to um, scrimp and save <laughs> and go through this terrible, tragic, um, traumatizing period of time, you know? Yeah. And I, I guess I just realized that. And I was like, when will it ever end? You know, I felt like <laughs> going outside and taking a sepia-toned photo of myself with, like, a pitchfork outside <laughs> in the front, or just, like, all dusty with yeah. all my seven, eight children, and we're all emaciated because we don't have food or something. I or, get like, it. Where's our one government-issued food item? You're out on the farm, and it's the, uh, the rusty metal windmill just yeah. slowly going. <laughs> exactly. The farm has the rooster north, south, east, west yeah. compass. Cue the Mickey Mouse... Um, cartoon episode where they slice the bean legume so thin that it's see-through. <laughs> that shit is so sad. Have you seen that? I actually haven't. Holy shit. It's like a it's a fucking <laughs> it's like a fucking scene where Mickey Mouse, Goofy and uh, Donald Duck are sitting around and they're so poor that they have to eat one bean and Mickey is is slicing up the bean. That actually sounds vaguely familiar. (laughs) Slicing it so that it's so super thin. 
and like Jesus. barely anything. It's really fucking sad. It is a little sad. Damn. It's even sadder than the Donald Duck Heil Hitler. <laughs> that one, yeah. Oh yeah. god, I forgot about that one too. Crazy times. Because <laughs> nobody had any money, especially, but Disney also had to be excruciatingly obnoxious about them not having money. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's how we win the war. That's how we win the war was Disney arguing that you buy war oh, bonds. No, people don't want to watch cartoons. No fucking shit. <laughs> There's a war happening, Disney. You dumbass. Yeah. Fucking Disney. Hey Disney. Disney has always been annoying. Can we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk, yeah, let's do it. That'll Can we be talk the about banter. Disney's just constantly always been annoying. Yeah, no. That's the fucking, beginning. Yeah, and then it became obnoxious even more. Mm-hmm. All these fucking boomers millennials even some zoomers still yeah zoomers that we fucking know <laughs> yeah well yeah mm. fucking disney adults like i don't mm. know people talk about disney adults now like they're some sort of weird phenomena no they've always been around no yeah it's been fucking brainwashing everyone's head as someone who's lived here in florida for my entire life it's always yeah been there and like let me tell you man everything's the mouse i never got it i never get it yeah. I, I i never did either because i grew up in atlanta when i was a kid you know and I had uncle and aunts that were really, really into Disney. Mm. And, uh, but I had never been to Disney. I didn't get to go to Disney until like middle school. And then I came down here and everybody was like, yeah, I've been to Universal and Disney like tw- 300 times since the day I was born. I was born to Disney and I've lived at Disney. Yeah. And fucking... the first meal I had was a funnel cake from Universal. And, you know. Yeah, no. And, like, I mean, Universal, at least I can understand because they're just better, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah better like, in every way. 100%. For sure. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. The Disney thing, because, like, like, Disney's, I, I really do mean brainwash because, like, my, Absolutely, my mom yeah. comes from, like, New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, apparently New, uh, in New Jersey, Disney's, like, a huge fucking thing. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. And like, that's like the thing everyone, you know, because everyone has around the world, you know, in the suburbs of America, there's there's the Disney dream of like during the summer, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, the kids are at school. You have like one week of vacation from your nice job where you actually have money to go out out and do things. So you, you, you buy the first class ticket and then you get on the now defunct Magical Express go to. I can't believe that. That boggles my fucking mind. I don't even know how our airport is standing. Honestly, I mean, this is the only airport that people can. Yeah, go but in. it's like that airport operated so hard around the Disney Magical Express. Yeah, like every single fucking thing was about the Disney Magical Express. Yeah, everyone needs to get to the fucking Disney. The airport, nobody could find where the Disney Magical Express was at the Orlando International Airport, so they made a mascot for the airport. That did a little dance that would show you where the Disney Magical <laughs> Express right. was. Yeah. And you would go like. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Because okay, that's what MC- he would do. MCO, Orlando International Airport. They're, um, they, they're going through a huge renovation. They're adding another fucking terminal exclusively. That's like a five like, star fucking hotel piece of architecture. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's gonna, fucking gorgeous. And fi- my bet is that that terminal is going to be the new Disney terminal. <laughs> if if Disney comes back. Yeah. Because that's like, also the one that's going to be connected to the Miami train. 
Yeah, and it's also going to be connected. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be, I think, the international terminal now. Yeah. So it's going to be all the like you know all the Brits and shit coming in. Oh yeah, on and, the uh, frontier. Yeah, and they're yeah. going to be and then yeah, I I know that apparently Disney's just making a bunch of shitty business decisions that's really fucking over consumers and uh, people yeah. are getting sick of it because they quit their um Disney annual pass thing, right? Yeah, they got rid of that and then they brought it back, but now there's a lot more blockout dates. I think. Well, from what I understand from somebody who works at Disney, who's a good friend of mine, um, they are divvying it up into different types of passes. Like now there's like the princess pass and the adventure pass, the rose pass or the the one that's themed after Aladdin and like the one that's themed after all the different princesses or whatever. It's all different and it's all different like tiers levels, tiers, but also it's not even really tiered. It's like, they're just different from each other. It's not like you can get the mega Omega pass that has everything you can. It's like, they're all just different dates. Really? Yeah. That is, Dumb as hell. But similar prices. I mean, because like if it's like a tiered thing, I can at least kind of understand that. Like right, Universal does more, that. More like sense, they have yeah. three different passes. One like has a blockout dates. One yeah. doesn't, and one gives you like free mm-hmm. water and Halloween Horror Nights passes. Right. Like that makes sense, you know. And if you're paying but more no. for that, but no, yeah. they. I, I guess because they're because I think it's for like each park. And then, but it's like, if you specifically want to go to Animal Kingdom, you get the you get like one Lion week. King pass. Yeah, you know. Interesting. But you can like, only go in June. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like super it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I don't know. Christmas one. I mean, before Christmas one, you get to go to the Christmas thing. Yeah. But just the Christmas thing. Which, honestly, people are going to buy the shit out of that one. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. I can see a lot of. There is nothing what is to it, do. Locals. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing to do here in yeah. Orlando during Christmas but go to Disney Christmas. Yeah. The theme parks is literally it. Other than that. There's fucking nothing else to do. If you're poor, you don't do anything. You work at Disney. Yeah. 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 I remember that for sure. Yeah. That's what I did my first fucking year at Disney. My one my one half month month stint at Disney before I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like God. I was I mean, I don't know. I guess like I like going to like cities, you know, that and finding like the little culture that was within their city. And I've always gone to like like a St. Augustine or like a Savannah, Georgia or a Tybee Island or something where like they don't really have like a company that they're geographically based on. I don't think many places have that other than like Tallahassee with FSU because that I count that as like a company. Yeah, might as well be. Basically a company. Um, But But yeah, like Orlando's like smack dab in the middle of nowhere. Swamp. Like it's not a coastal city, so you can't really ship things in. Right. Yeah. Orlando doesn't have that shit. It doesn't have that other type of culture if it's not Disney. Yeah, it's just a tourist spot, really. Yeah. It sucks. I, I don't know. I, I've been watching a lot of like uh, theme park videos recently. I think a few mm. weeks ago, I was really, I got into my binge of like, oh, hey, here's why Disney's fucking up. I think I might have talked about this on the podcast recently too. Yeah, Nothing has happened about... in my life besides theme park stuff. Yeah, we haven't done anything. Yeah, so sorry if I'm repeating myself, but like, I don't, like Disney. Um, one of the problems that Disney's having is like they're just not increasing capacity. Really? Yeah, they're just not adding rides that are actually like high capacity. Cool. So like they just they're just they're just fucked, and then they're also Thanks. making really shitty rides that are like knockoff of Legoland rides, and putting that in <laughs> California, and because really... no one goes to California, fuck them. But like like you know, like, <laughs> that is true. Know. The way Californians talk about Disneyland, 
is like, eh, fucking add it up. It's yeah, like bowling every, for them, you know? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's how it yeah. is for pretty much any of the theme parks in uh, California. Because, like, they A, they don't have the land there for theme parks. Right. You know, we, we have so much flat, buildable land that hasn't even been touched yet that True. theme parks are just like... Let's Walt go Disney for it. just yeah. leveled the entire state of Florida down. And then the heads at NBC and NBC and GE were like, oh yeah, let's fucking let's, let's buy some of this shit. Let's buy some of this too. Why not? Can't have a monopoly on this shit that's not. Yeah, legal. we need a duopoly, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really um I don't know, it's just fucked, man. Disney's just gonna lose everyone eventually. It's just getting shittier and shittier, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Why would you want to go there with all those fucking kids? If you have kids, that's it. Those little Kids, kids with you those know, sticky hands. Because you know, we we let we let everyone advertise to kids, and you know, it's a good thing. Uh, advertising to kids is yeah always a good thing. But uh, fucking yeah, no, doing that, and then you oh, your kid is like, oh, I want to go to Disney. And you're like, fuck, and then you and have like, to go God to Disney. Damn it, yeah. And you plan out a whole vacation, and you gotta pray to God that like their hotels are actually nice. And you gotta pray to God that if you get like anything other than their hotels, that it's you got, nice. You got the yeah, you get the nice hotel that just so happens to also have transportation to Disney, so you don't have to completely rent out an Uber or right. whatever. Like I didn't even know that existed until I got my second job here, and we had to deliver instruments to those places because Disney was hosting some like high school orchestra. Um, I used to work for like a string shop, and fucking. <laughs> We had to load up like 20 cellos into a van and I was like, where are we taking these? And the fucking guy that I was with that was delivering these cellos goes, fucking Disney World. And I was like, why does Disney World asking a tiny, like legitimately somebody's house in Orlando (laughs) contracted those guys to get 20 cellos and drive them down International Drive in (laughs) in a van Almost illegally because we couldn't see out of the back because it was so packed with cellos. Fuck it. Just Fuck put it. a camera on the back of it. Just put a DSLR with a stream deck on it. Yeah, it's with, fine. With the guy that had come from, um, I think, Dominican Republic. So he had just gotten his license like last month. So we put all of these very expensive instruments into the car and we drive all the way the fuck down. And then he goes around the back and he goes around the side to go to like the... um. I forget what they're called, but like the Disney resorts that are like, is it the the small ones? And they're all like, is it on property or? Yeah. I think it's like, it's like the pop resort. Yeah. There's like a, yeah. Yeah. And they're all themed and it looks fucking cringe as fuck. And then out just come a bunch of teens and they all pick up their cellos. And I was like, I've never been here. I've never known what this um, is. Yeah, a lot of them, I know Universal did this. Uh, Disney does this too, to an extent. Mm. Uh, They had, they, Universal used to do this thing with uh, in City Walk where they would host like during like off season they'll like bands would come down and like perform at the City Walk stage that's there, and then Epcot has like there I know every once in a while they'll have like the like high schools uh do like choir shit and band shit oh yeah candlelight Epcot. yeah candlelight yeah, yeah I remember but that. this is a different thing this was like a national apparently it's a thing that happens every year but it's like a national orchestra um candlelight is with local high school mm. choruses because i remember because my high school did candlelight I remember every that. year i don't know if my high school did it but i know my sister's high school did i remember going to it it might be a public school thing that's true i don't know but um but disney's was like there were people coming getting in getting in double-decker buses from kansas to come down 
and pick up somebody else's cellos and then play the cellos. And then we had to bring them back in yeah. and make sure the kids didn't absolutely trash our <laughs> cellos. cellos. Because, like, of course they're going to do that. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like, duh. Not my cello. <laughs> Just fucking slamming into the floor. And these are instruments we also had to sell. Really? They're not like just just rentables. Yeah. Rental. No, they were. Sometimes they were instruments that we also had to sell, which is why Hell I yeah. always tell people not to go to this specific string shop in Orlando because you might get a cello that some kid played. <laughs> some fucking kid just fucking fucking jizzed inside of. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, James Straw. I know what happens in Thinking about... high school orchestra. All right. All right. I know yeah. what happens. Yeah, I know what happens too. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I would not let a horny teenager touch an instrument of mine. I would not let a horn. I would not let a teenager <laughs> look or be in the same room as an instrument that I have that is mine. Damn. If it's somebody else's, I don't give a fuck. You can come all over that shit. But like, fucking, if it's mine. I will fucking fight a kid. I will punch a kid. Really? I will punch, punch a sixteen-year-old. Shit out of kid. Yeah, that shit's two thousand dollars. I get That's it. That's a yeah. Nicholas Parola. You can't look at that shit. That's mine. Guys, down below, let me know what the Nicholas Parola is. It's like a mid, mid-range. It's a defender <laughs> of cellos. This is really pretentious. It's the higher. It's the mid-higher range for college student violist <laughs> I want you to I want you to think about what you just said and feel the shame It's like not the bit it's not the best but it's also like it's not like a Do you want me to get you one of those uh, rose vibrators so you can help you drill yourself off a little bit more Yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're you Want me to you buy know? you a dildo so you can go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> First it was fenders, now it's now no. it's some other bullshit. Now it's some other bullshit she's talking about violas or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm joking. I'm joking. Some rants. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if it was real, I would walk out of our house. I would walk out of our oh, house no, 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 and onto okay, the street right. at night. But yeah, I get it. I get it. So I don't know. You want to get into this fucking bullshit? Let's get into some stories. <laughs> All right. So we okay. have we have two Reddit stories and six listener stories today, yes, everybody. We do. So okay, I'm gonna read this in the um in the amount of time in the in the way that I came across these stories. Okay. The title is "My Sister, 27, Female, Did Not Congratulate Me, 23, Male." Or my fiance, 22 female, on our engagement. Ooh. This is actually interesting because I don't really know how I feel about this one. Really? Yeah. But I know somebody's kind of pretty obviously the asshole, but like for like kind of different reasons sometimes. Okay. All right. But I'm also like, I don't know, would I be upset? Maybe I would be, but maybe I wouldn't be. I don't know. Okay. <sighs> Me and my then girlfriend went on a trip to the Caribbean and I proposed and we had a wonderful time. We sent pictures and texts to our family and friends, family group chats and stuff, and received a ton of congratulations. My sister is the only close family member who did not reach out to us and congratulate us. To her credit, she did heart the picture in the group chat. That's a, that's a good song. Good song. Yeah. They, 
They went out of their way to press and hold. All right. Yeah, that's pretty good. A ton of my cousins, aunts, and uncles texted or called us. People we hardly know commented on Instagram and Facebook posts, but it has been a week and my sister has not said anything to either of us. Wow. All right. My fiance and my sister are very close and they hang out together and do stuff just them two occasionally. The problem is that my sister is very insecure. She has not had a lot of success dating and is the only sibling without a serious partner. She has a current boyfriend, but nobody has met him and she's very weird about it. Both of our older siblings are married. My sister cried when she found out our cousin and her best friend, same person, got engaged. She cried when she found out my brother started dating his current wife. She does not like people in the family moving on with their lives and having relationships. Oh, that's weird to put it that way. Okay. Go off King, I guess. Is that what the response that this guy wants you to have? <laughs> yes, King. Yes, King. Drag your sister, King. Yeah. <laughs> now, about two months ago, when I told her I was proposing, she made a nasty comment along the lines of, well, don't have the wedding soon. I've had too many weddings to go to lately. Not really. It's not really that nasty. Yeah. To me, it sounds like a, oh my God, another one. Like, uh, another you know. wedding? God. I would be like that. Me too. Dude, if, if someone told me tomorrow, hey, we got a wedding. Oh my fucking God. I don't fucking do that. Yo, like Fuck if, that. If our mutual friend Aaron was like, I'm getting married, I'd be like, that would be the third friend that we have that is getting no, married. No, I'm out. No. And I'm like, oh my God. Either one of you fuckers gotta stop. What either you? you have to buy a tux at that point, or you have to rent a tux three times. Oh God, that's expensive. I have to find a dress, probably shit. three different dresses for oh weddings, God. because we know multiple people that are gonna be at multiple of these weddings. I mean, okay, sidebar real quick. This is a message to all the people that <laughs> with the weddings that we're about to go. I'm not dressing up, all right? I don't I, no, I'm going to wear a fucking button-up black jeans and a tie, and that's all you're getting, all right? Bro, I don't know if this is a spoiler. I don't even know if any of them listen to this podcast but about their wedding. Fucking one of our friends is coming in on a boat. You gotta wear a suit. No, fuck that. No, dude. That's wild. I want, I want them I want them to understand there's no amount of money in the world that will convince me to buy a tuxedo. What if I can get you to wear nice slacks, a blazer, and a tie? I already have a blazer and a tie, and I can wear the black jeans. What if I get you um, nice jeans that look, like, really nice? All right, yes, fine. But I'm going to wear the same outfit to all three of the weddings. They're going to have to deal with fine. it. That's fine. They're going to have to deal with it. Yeah, they're just going to have to deal with it. Or we could get you different blazers. You like blazers. I do like blazers. You're right. Only if one of them is, like, out a the professor tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, so, that's it okay sorry yeah. let's get back to our job yeah sorry oh, yeah, job <laughs> fuck this is our fucking job okay okay i can accept and ignore this behavior because i'm used to it my fiance cannot <laughs> now the first text my sister has sent me since i got engaged was asking how i am getting to a party that our friend is throwing that we will be drinking at my fiance is livid and says we shouldn't drive with her because she won't even congratulate us. My family is super non-confrontational and I don't want to cause a big issue even though I know what she did was wrong. I know that fucking bitch <laughs> was wrong. <laughs> it's just so like, I don't know. Fuck. I also don't want it to look like my fiance is causing issues with my family as soon as we get engaged. How should I handle this situation going forward? 
TLDR, sister unhappy about her younger brother, me, getting engaged. How do I handle it? I mean, she doesn't seem... I, she doesn't really seem unhappy. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, it's kind of not an issue, fam. Like, yeah, I don't know why you guys are that upset. She just seems like she doesn't give a shit too much about, like, another wedding. Yeah. I don't care. Who cares? She gave it a heart. She did technically acknowledge its existence i mean i don't know i don't know yeah like that's kind of my thing but i'm like i mean i guess I mean, it's yeah, like it, does shitty. it is a little shitty to like, like not is, if it really is like if he really knows his sister our cats are trying to mow down the door to get in here yeah but um if he really knows his sister and it is like that is the case then maybe then maybe it's shitty but it's also like don't get this mad about yeah, it like, it's yeah. just let her be a little baby you don't look like a good person for bitching about it like yeah like what like, are you I'm, gonna like, do force her to congratulate you yeah that's like, weird hey you didn't say congrats on the engagement right and i would really i would really i would really love it if you fucking said it we can't hang out with you if you don't congratulate if know. you don't fucking yeah we're, we're getting you out of the family if you don't say so i chose this partly because it also reminded me i got really upset recently during my birthday because i was being a little baby because i had to work during my birthday and a friend of ours uh didn't he just forgot to say happy birthday and still hasn't by the way i've been counting the days no i'm joking and i got really upset and then we went to um fucking daytona in the middle of the night and I just went there, and as soon as I looked out into the ocean at night, into the stars, I was like, I'm being a little bitch about this. And then we just came and right the fuck back, and, and I'm like, oh. You know, maybe you just need that. Maybe you just, yeah. you and your fiance just need to get in the fucking car and go to a beach at night and look into the stars and be like, wow, my problems are not important. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're just being a smidge entitled here. Just a little bit, yeah. yeah. Just, a, just a smidge, you know. Just a little bit, you know. And honestly, I feel you because same. I do that sometimes. Um, okay. So, the comments. The comments. <laughs> the comments are dragging this man. Wow. They are dragging good. him so hard. good. Are you guys really getting pissy over her not congratulating you when you've gotten congratulations from most everyone else? That's the other thing. You. You've been well congratulated. Yeah, you got a lot of... Con- yeah. Fuck it, whatever. Come on, man. You know? Is this really what you guys are livid about? That is kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm fucking livid about I'm this. fucking livid that you didn't congratulate me on my milestone in my life. <laughs> this is such a non-issue. I just don't understand why you need her congratulations. Are you unable to breathe without it? She obviously... She's obviously sad and mad that she hasn't found anyone to marry yet. Just let her act out and move on with your lives. I mean, yeah, unless yeah, it gets to the point where she's, like, directly, like, calling you and being like, you're a bitch for getting married. Are you, yeah, are you just being cordial otherwise? Like, I mean, like, let's be honest, like, if as long as, like, nothing really is impacting the relationship between you and your sister, if you still respect your sister, yeah. although, let's be honest, listening it don't to this seem post like you do. doesn't seem like yeah. it, but, like, maybe there's more to this, or maybe just fucking let her... Yeah, maybe she's yeah. just a, you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's also like, I don't know. She still deserves basic human respect. Yeah, like shit. Just chill out. Maybe something's going on. There's a fucking person I need to message on Discord that I keep forgetting to do. Yeah. And I don't want to open the message. Like, I don't know. Like, something's going on, maybe, you know? Yeah, true. Like shit. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. That's And you know what? I saw a tweet, a uh, Twitter thread. A tweeter thread. A tweeter thread? So it reminded me of a Twitter thread. 
um, recently that was like basically the discourse was some people when they have mental health crises will not text their friends back because they don't feel like they don't feel like texting back for some reason. They just either they are like too depressed to really look at their phone and respond or, you know, whatever. Um, And then there are other people that say, hey, why can't you just communicate with me and tell me that you're having a mental health crisis so I know that you don't just hate me. But then this discord is like, it basically like both people are, it's kind of devolved into like both people are wrong and it's, it depends on each situation. Yeah. And people were talking about like, well, sometimes it's too hard to even send that message. And then some people are like, well, I mean, it's what adults do is communicate. You can't just ghost a job, you know? I mean, yeah. And like, if it's in a very serious scenario, if somebody's reaching out to you and is trying to offer you help and you're like ghosting them, basically, it's kind of fucked up and you can't be mad at people for having feelings, but it's also like, maybe you should have more empathy towards people that (laughs) have mental health issues. And it's really just different for each situation. Oh yeah, of course. You know, sometimes it's just like, I think it really comes down to when each individual person determines when their last straw is, you know, the straw that breaks the camel's uh, back. Because it's like sometimes, I don't know, sometimes you deal with it for a long time and then like you meet them the next time and they're like, yeah, I had a great, I had a great week. (laughs) And you're like, I had a great three months that I didn't text you, even though you were texting me. It was like, oh, (laughs) thanks, fam. Damn. Okay. I guess we're not friends. I guess I didn't know. And then sometimes they're like, no, I had to go to the fucking mental hospital you know, it's just different. It's yeah. just different. I don't know. It's just weird. But this is not different. This is yeah, this, this guy is... being a dumbass. Yeah. So then the OP responds. Well, my fiance is livid that she test she texted me asking about getting to a party while still not having congratulated us. We can accept not getting a congratulatory text, but then to text afterwards for something like that is ignoring all sorts of social cues. <laughs> <laughs> Also, my girlfriend is in the same friend group and a friend got engaged a month ago and received a congratulations from my sister, but we received nothing. It's a little messed up. To be honest with you, I'm more mad about what she said when I told her I was getting engaged than she built upon that by not congratulating. We're not losing sleep about it. It's more about what we do from here on, but on out when she clearly isn't happen, happy for us. So she's he's going to treat her differently now. That yeah, she, she deserves that. Yeah, she, that she didn't congratulate. She them. didn't congratulate me. So now <laughs> <laughs> she didn't congratulate me. So now I'm burning every single bridge related to her. I'm blocking her on my phone. Now she's disowned from me. That's fucking wild, man. That's a little much. Yeah, that's, that's a, a little, lot. Yeah, that's a lot. You don't do that to somebody. Maybe she just had a bad day that day. Yeah, and forgot about it. And then, bro, watch this be like in two weeks. She'll be like, "Oh yeah, congrats." You know, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, sorry, I forgot to tell you. Oh yeah, fuck, I forgot. Yeah. You know, and then you'll be mad that she said that she forgot. How <laughs> could she forget? She literally had every other birthday and then every other thing she remembered. Okay, somebody else responds to OP. Have you had a one-on-one conversation with your sister about her insecurities? Your sister simply may not realize how important her, su- her support is to you both. 
If you really want to resolve this, it's important to communicate how you feel without anger and to listen to her perspective. Your fiance wants to feel accepted into the family and you want to feel supported by your sister. These are important things, but stewing and resentment over it is not going to resolve anything. And that is the tone of voice that you will hear from your therapist when you are wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That's the, your feelings are valid. But maybe also punching drywall isn't a great yeah. way to display your anger. <laughs> uh, Might Tarzan. Not be the best, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. You know, maybe you should uh, be a little, you know. Yeah. OMG, you guys sound like middle schoolers. Really true. Funny. Yeah, that's true. Somebody else makes a really good point. If you wanted an individual congratulation, you probably should have texted or called her individually. Yeah. Yes. Probably. Like, I, yeah. Like, she probably thinks her congratulation was her hearting the thing. Yeah. That's what I would think. Yeah, no, that's what I would think, too. I don't know. She acknowledged it. Plus, also, like, the way that you describe your sister implies to me that you maybe don't have the best relationship with your sister. Yeah, for one reason or another, yeah. I don't know, it seems a little... And if you didn't really connect deeply with your sister, or don't have that deep of a connection... Yeah. Or your sister doesn't have that deep of a connection with your fiance, however much your fiance thinks that she does have a deep connection with your sister. It's possible that she just doesn't. Yeah. She just doesn't, you know, it's like, okay, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Treats you like a fucking, you know, like a colleague, more like a, you know. That can happen sometimes, and that's, yeah, that's what you get. (laughs) (laughs) You get what you fucking deserve. That's what you fucking get, I don't know. Like, from a person whose brother... Who I don't really know that well, I guess. You know, I grew up with him, but I was also like, I don't really know him as an adult. Uh, He had a wedding, and I found out on Facebook, like, (laughs) three months later. And I was really upset about it, but I was also like, now I'm kind of like, I don't know, would I have gone? Probably not. It's a whole other state. And I don't have a car. Like, there's no, you know, it's just kind of like, maybe that was the best decision. You know, maybe. Yeah. I can understand that. I can get it, you know? Mm. It's What's appalling to me with this situation is the lack of wanting to let this go from this Oh, yeah, no, yeah. He, no, <laughs> of course really not. Weird. He wants to be validated. That's all the, that's why he went to Reddit. Because he had the thought in his head, oh, yeah, if I just go on Reddit, yeah. a bunch of, other, bunch of other dudes will be like, yeah, fuck your sister. A bunch of people that are just like, grow up, please, you're entitled, you're being a kid, oh my god, what the fuck is this even about? Yeah. <sighs> this poster, I can't find the comments now, but there were comments about a previous post where the poster got into an argument with his um, fiance because he wanted to book a solo trip that would happen um, within the first uh, winter season of his engagement with his partner, but he only was going alone on a on like an Ooh. expedition or something. <sighs> so he wanted oh, to do yeah. that, and his partner got upset because uh, something about New Year's. I'm going to read it in a second, but um, he said in the post, "I already did her a favor by proposing to her." This guy, this guy said that. <laughs> My cock is a gift from God. <laughs> any any woman who dares fucking look upon this grace of beauty that is my cock and balls better know what's fucking good for her and let me go ski in fucking Canada <laughs> with the fucking Mounties, all for right? Like four months, you know? 
something like that. Okay, not four months, like seven days. But fucking <laughs> okay, any amount of time, it doesn't matter. But it's like, seven days, seven years. I'll fucking it's go. Very like one of the most important times for most people of the year. It's December twenty fifth to January second. It's like on Christmas to the day after New Year's. <laughs> Much like Christ, my. <laughs> <laughs> I have to leave on I my birthday. My birthday. Uh, <laughs> okay. I am him. This one is: Am I the asshole for planning a solo trip to Europe, the first yes. holiday season of my engagement, a completely different country than yes. where you are? Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, Europe's not a country. I know, but <laughs> you know, you're going well, out of a the different country, country and not and that. Uh, he's yeah. going to a different country yeah. wherever he's going in Europe. But I know, I know, I know that people in the fucking comments are going to be like, Sarah's a fucking idiot. I know, I know. I know I am an idiot, but not about that. I know that. Okay, but okay. So he wants to go to, he wants to go to a different country in yes, Europe. in Europe. And he wants to know if he's the asshole for leaving his fiance. On Christmas on Day. On Christmas Day behind. <laughs> Through January 1st. Did we not learn a lesson from Home Alone? Like, That's what you I'm know? saying, like, yeah. She's like, but what about the bandits? Just <laughs> to make a bunch of wacky fucking traps to <laughs> completely fucking terminally ill and make these guys. Josh, if you ever do this, I'm going to passive aggressively buy a bunch of mouse traps. Oh my God. And I'm going to just, I'm just going to walk them. around and start making like giant fucking, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. Second I get home, I open the door and like a bunch of water yeah. falls on me, but it's, it's enough. It's in the, yeah, in the bucket and I, whoa. And then there's what a the skateboard heck? in front of me and I run into Misty and she claws at my back. And Somehow then, we've gotten a golden retriever by then. And, and he's just going to run through because he sees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my fiance just got engaged and everything has been going well. I've been planning a trip to Europe for the week of December 25th to January 2nd. Parentheses, because I don't have to work that week. (laughs) How it being planned just makes it worse. Like, I I don't know. Like, if it was on a whim. You've already planned it. Like, you've been stewing at night. Yeah. Like, well, your your fiance's in the other. Your fiance's laying asleep, and then you're at the work desk in your room, and there's the one little desk lamp going. On Travelocity. You're on Travelocity, and you have the little travel notebook, and you have the backpack already packed, ready to go. The Travelocity gnome is staring daggers into your soul. Yeah. I'm just like, I can't wait. I've been planning a trip to Europe for the week of December 25th to January 2nd. Parentheses, because I don't have to work that week. <laughs> Which is really funny, because I know it's just text, but it gives off the vibe of, because I don't have to work that week, okay? <laughs> Not because I don't like my girlfriend. No one, I don't have a boss that week. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Uh. <laughs> for the past few months since before the engagement... Wow, okay, it was before. You planned the engagement, but then beforehand you planned this trip to (laughs) Europe. I don't need to, listen, listen. (laughs) Why would you do that? I'm not, I'm not getting married then. I'm not married by that point. I'm still a free man. Or it's just like, I don't know, sometimes men just will do things. It's like, well, it happened before the relation, you know, like that guy that wouldn't, wanted to get into the bed with his fucking crush, you know? It was before. It was, it was before, before I got in a relationship. I don't so it's okay know. if I bang this broad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, <laughs> my fiance has known about it, but has consistently said she doesn't want me to be gone for New Year's. 
that we have spent every New Year's together and that she'll be very upset if I'm not there. It's relevant that due to work, she can't come with me. Fuck sure. her. <laughs> sure. Sure, whatever you say. Yeah, okay. It's not like she would probably try to take off. I mean, it's been planned for months. I don't see how she couldn't also have planned to take that week off or i don't know maybe she's being because it sounds like both of them from the other post are kind of shitty but like i don't yeah, know but like, she has is, a point that yeah if it's been planned for months <laughs> maybe these are just one of those couples where they're both so immature in different ways that once they get together they just start having the most crazy fights about absolutely nothing your sister didn't congratulate us on our engagement, and you better not go to Europe. You better, you better not go to Europe, <laughs> I swear like, to God. What the fuck, guys? I eventually just stopped talking about it with her. Our- <laughs> such a good way to deal with the conflict. That bitch doesn't just need to know stop shit. Stop fucking talking about that it, That bitch bro. does not need to know jack fucking shit about my trip to my European She's country. Christmas and he's gonna be he's just fucking gone. in France, you know, like yeah. and she's not gonna He's gonna be butt naked staring <laughs> at the fucking Eiffel Tower thinking like man, I can't wait later Getting on. Getting arrested for community. <laughs> <public laughs> he's gonna he's gonna go to the Eiffel Tower and he's gonna do that thing where he lays on the floor in front of the Eiffel Tower. And his you know, you pan up and his hands are already being handcuffed by French cops. But he's like, I got the perfect novelty photo. Yeah, he's got his, like, you know, he's taking the photo while his hands are in handcuffs. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I eventually just stopped talking about it with her. Our communication got mixed up when I went on a business trip and mentioned how I didn't actually like traveling alone too much. And I don't want to travel alone, but I got to travel alone if I want to get to Europe. (laughs) Why did you do that? Why did you do that when you know she doesn't like the trip? Why would you yeah, do that to her? I don't know. It's so weird. Gotta do it. I gotta do it somehow. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't actually like traveling alone too much, but and I was in doubt over my Europe trip. She assumed I wasn't going anymore. That's weird, too. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> why would you... Say, yeah. No, you're not. I, okay, I said that you're. We're not doing this, so we're good. You both are fucking crazy. <laughs> you're a bunch of crazy people, it's dude. A bunch of crazy <laughs> bastards. Now we've been engaged for a little bit, and I mentioned it again, and she freaked out. No shit, bro. Wow. Wait. Really? Whoa. <laughs> wow. I don't. She believe obviously this. didn't like it. Why do you think she's all of a sudden cool with it? <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. You know, if I just sneak it into conversation a few <laughs> months after, I think she's going to forget about it. She's going to be like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. That's so, oh my God. This guy is going to be somebody's shitty dad someday. Yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. Oh man. It was, dad, you said that we would go to uh, Six Flags on Saturday morning. Oh, did I? Sorry. Well, I'm going to be in Vegas actually. Oh fuck. I forgot. That's when I was going to Vegas with my buddies for it's the no world, reason. It's, it's, I, I, listen, you know, I don't even know why I'm doing that. I hate Vegas. <laughs> anyway, see you never. And then never comes home. Never comes back. Never fucking comes home and lives in New Vegas now. Yeah. Las Vegas. New Fallout New Vegas. Lives in the game Fallout New <laughs> Vegas. He got the he got the virtual boy on, so now he can go. To- <laughs> when you die in the game, you die for real. Now, we've been engaged for a little bit, and I mentioned it again, and she freaked out. She thinks the idea of someone in a relationship traveling alone is ridiculous, and that being away for New Year's is even more ridiculous. She keeps saying how my dad would never go on a solo trip without my mom, 
and my brother would never go on a solo trip without my sister-in-law. She freaked out that I'll be gone for our first New Year's as an engaged couple. I told her since she was using something nice that I did for her, buy a ring and ask her to marry me against me. That ring is a gift for you. Do you think I wanted to get married? It's like no. it, it wasn't even in the question. She wasn't like maybe we shouldn't get married. She wasn't even she was being manipulative, but she wasn't being like I don't want to get married anymore. And then he goes, "I did something nice for you and you're using it against me." <laughs> what are you talking what about? The fuck, dude. What a fucking asshole. That's like I don't even know how else to describe that. You're just being a dick. You're being a complete dick for yeah. sure. She is is willing to quote unquote compromise (laughs) if I'll be home for New Year's, but I don't, I really don't plan on shortening a trip that will already have an eight hour flight. I don't want to spend half of this trip on a plane. I just really, I just want to be in fucking England and I want to see if I can make those guards laugh. All right. I'm sorry. The whole trip is to try to get. If I shorten the trip, that's valuable time I could be using. I need every second of my life in that fucking hellscape of Britain. Honey, I'm planning to doing to doing the full Eddie Murphy stand-up word for word. Every you know, I've been word. memorizing every stand-up from Eddie Murphy over and over again. If that doesn't work, I got George Carlin in the back just fucking Including playing. all of the N-words. <laughs> every single N-word I'm going to say. To these guys. That'll for sure at least make him go. And you that'll know? be a win. That'll be a win for me. I did something good by saying the end. England is the only place where harassment is legal. And God bless them. And God bless them. Oh my God. Uh, it just seems ridiculous to me because I'm specifically staying home for Christmas already. And she says she'd rather have me home for New Year's, but I think Christmas is the more important holiday. Yes, yeah, the Lord's Day. Oh, well, it's just that's just another instance where she's like, here are my needs. And then you go, no, my needs are more important. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of other elements about my trip she doesn't like, too. Uh, like I wanted to stay in a hostel because I never got to do that when I was younger. And she thinks that's oh immature God. slash weird for someone in my age. 24. Dude, I was joking last week about the Amsterdam person going to Europe. To this is the fuck. Amsterdam this person. This is the real yeah. person that, that wants like, to fuck I in a hostel. hostel. I want to fuck so many bitches in those beds. Do you think he's doing that because he's getting married? Oh, 100%. Yeah. He, got, he has to get that body count. <laughs> he's got to go. <laughs> he found out her body count. And, and has was, to go. It was, like, was like, oh, shit. Gotta double. Gotta be above it. I gotta go above it. This is a competition. I gotta win. And she also thinks I'll get murdered and or kidnapped if I stay in a hostel. So am I the asshole? Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Do mean, you fucking in, think? in this scenario, probably, yeah. Yeah, probably you are the asshole. It's just, okay. Let's get to the comments. All right, what are these comments? I need to know. Please. <laughs> Someone's gonna be like, everyone's shitty here. What you did was completely wrong, but also she should have fucking, she should be. Also, uh, she's a woman, so she's automatically in the wrong because this is Reddit. Um, okay, somebody goes, honestly, I'm stuck in the part where you say buying her a ring and ask her, asking her to marry you is something nice that I did for her. Too many dots. What the fuck? 
<laughs> yeah, no, no shit. Yeah, that is yeah. that you should be paused on that. Yeah, you should be prolonged. Why are we still time. doing this podcast? We should have just ended it, it right there. Just, that's, just done. Fucking, that's done. That's yeah. the king of assholes. You're the asshole. This didn't come about suddenly. She's had concerns since the get go. You just decided ignoring it was the way to go. <laughs> like God intended. Yeah, just fucking. The OP responded because he likes to do that. And he goes, I don't mean like a favor or anything. Just like. <laughs> Just like what? Sorry, just like what? Just like what? What is it? Just like it's something positive that I put time, money, and effort into. Yeah, because you want to marry then her. Then why did you fucking say in the post yeah. you were doing something nice for her? It's for both of you. Yeah, it's for you fucking marry both her, of you. Right? That's what I, th- that's right? Well, how the fuck do people get married anymore? You know what I'm saying? God, People Jesus. will just get married because. Just they think it's yeah. the right thing to do. Because it'll be a nice thing for her. It's like a Valentine's Day gift, you know? Yeah, it's just like, I don't know, I guess. I didn't have anything for her birthday, so... <laughs> I guess I'm marrying her. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, She's nagging me about, when are we getting married? And I'm like, I'm not marrying know. her, though, if I don't get to go into this hostel in Europe and fuck all these bitches. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I mean, it's like a favor or anything. It's just like it's something positive... I put time, money, and effort into, and then just because I chose to do it now before the trip, it's getting factored in as a reason I can't take the trip. <laughs> she wouldn't have liked it happening no, anyway. Yeah, no shit. It wouldn't. She wouldn't have liked it. Yeah, it wouldn't. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. The answer would have still been no. The difference is it's worse now. It's worse, yeah, because you've committed more but to your girlfriend. But the outcome's the same. The, the outcome's yeah. the same. She's going to be mad at you for pretty obvious reasons. Wow, what a dick, man. This guy's a dick. Oh my god. It's, yeah. <laughs> god, I'm doing her something nice so I can get into some nice puss, alright? Like... <laughs> somebody else commented and they deleted their comment to the guy Yeah, and it had negative one karma and this guy goes where did you come up with the idea that I want to kiss someone else at midnight are you unhinged <laughs> is what the OP said and then somebody <laughs> I assume it's the original guy responds are you lol and I just want to say that man is a king it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like fucking that's a, king that's our king baby oh my god oh my god dude Oh my god. I just have the biggest smile on my face it's right now. So this funny. is so funny. <laughs> You're the asshole because asking her to marry you wasn't some favor you did for her. Good lord. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Thank god everyone's getting on him though. Jesus. Oh my god. I mean it's just like I've never in our relationship if you brought up a concern I try very hard not to ignore you. Flat yeah. out ignore you. And I try my best to not do that either. Like, yeah. it's a communication thing. And Absolutely. Also if you thinking don't have, about the other person thing. If you don't have just basic communication in your relationship, I don't know what to tell you, fam. Yeah, you're kind of just fucked. Yeah. You're just fucked. Yeah, you're yeah, the you're asshole. You're yeah, the asshole. you're the asshole. Yeah. Why is Fox still knocking at her door? Somebody else goes, you're the asshole not for going, but for ignoring the issue till it became more of a problem. And she's just being whiny. <laughs> No, not the... I'm saying our cat is being whiny. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought yeah. poster. <laughs> the poster. No, Dude. that's really funny. Oh my god, she's being a whiny little nerd for... No. Okay, okay yeah. Everybody's basically saying you're the asshole. I just okay. want to find... Oh, okay. Somebody else goes, 
no asshole here. Maybe everybody's shitty here. You should have had better communication, perhaps. My other half has gone away with his family for a vacation. I haven't gone because I can't take the time off work. We live together and have been together for a few years, but aren't engaged yet. But now, like, this is a point where I just want to say to everybody out there that listen to these and then you want to put your two cents in, <laughs> I really appreciate that you like commenting on our stuff. I just really want to point out, I do not care. I do not care if all of your comment is, well, when I was in that situation, I had a whole other situation happen. Yeah, sometimes different things happen when other people are in the same situation. Maybe sometimes things aren't the exact same as your life, Karen. I'm sorry. It's not the same thing all the time. Sometimes people are assholes. Sometimes people are narcissists. Sometimes people aren't that and sometimes yours are. I don't know. Sometimes shit, like, stop fucking assuming. Because I didn't ask you to. I don't know. That's just kind of... Uh, sometimes I get very frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> because we're just saying posts, or we're just saying stories, and then giving our honest feedback about our lives. Yeah. And we've done the work, and that's the thing. We've done the work to put up the cameras and edit the thing and put it on the TikTok and all this shit. And then, you know, we give you a platform to come in and comment, and then you come in and you're just like, well, my baby's sister, cousin's dog everyone, was in the exact same situation, everyone and this. he did not what you said. So I think you're wrong and you can go to hell. And I'm like... You know what? I don't fucking care about your baby's sister's cousin's dog's <laughs> bullshit. And if you want me to, you can leave. <laughs> I don't care. Jesus. Uh, I I've not. had to get that off my chest for a long time. <laughs> oh. But thank you for watching. <laughs> and on to my posts. <laughs> Gotta snip this real quick. Just gonna, just gonna take some pliers. You're and just gonna cut that out. I'm, no, I'm not gonna cut that out. I'm just gonna cut your cord real quick. And, uh... <laughs> you can take like half of that rant, and you can like fucking and cross this off my face during that. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, but then also like bleep out half of what I'm saying, and then cut to technical difficulties. You know what I'm saying? No, <laughs> too much work. <laughs> okay. Alright, but okay. But I, I understand. I, I get your point, and I agree pretty much. That's why I'm not cutting it. Oh, thank you. Alright, we have two of them you can choose from. I'm only gonna do one. Okay. But you have to you have to choose wisely. Mm-hmm. Alright, actually, you know, I'm just gonna do the first one I did, because it's a short one. Okay. And I think it's funny, because they ask if they're in the wrong. That's funny. Alright, you ready? Yeah. Okay. How do I deal with my 30 female boyfriend's 30 male immature behavior or am I in the wrong? Interesting. We've been together for about nine months. He was going 20 over the speed limit in a residential area. Ow. A cop pulled him over and gave him a speeding ticket. Good. He freaked out and yelled at the cop. Crumpled up the ticket. <laughs> Fuck 12. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 12. Fucking pig. He freaked out and yelled at the cop. Crumpled the ticket and threw it on the floor. <laughs> told me he wasn't going to work today because the cop, the cop ruined his day said to me not the cop that he hopes the cop gets shot what, what a wild man <laughs> sped again in the same area on the way home slammed the car door when getting out 
when he got home, he got mad at me because I seemed annoyed with his behavior, <laughs> which I am because it seems super immature and ridiculous. Yeah. So he says, just said bye and left it. I don't know what he wanted, where he went. So now he's angry at me too. Have I missed something here? How am I supposed to deal with this behavior? Does anyone else have an SO who acts like this? No, no. nobody has. Everybody has children that act like this. Nobody has an SO that acts yeah. like this. Oh okay. TLDR, boyfriend's reaction to a speeding ticket seems really immature, and I'm not sure how to deal with it. Edit, thank you for all the responses. This is what I figured, but just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Y- yeah. 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 Uh, everyone is... I, I, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> That so she had funny. to she had to say in the post, or am I in the wrong? No. Why? I don't know. You're not. You're, Ladies, there's sometimes there's obvious things that go wrong that are so not basic. Human. Twenty over in a residential is like me driving in LA Noir just ramming into <laughs> fucking pedestrians cars yeah. just running and like hitting myself into the fucking thing, running over children. <laughs> Holy shit. This is most Dude, residential 25 speed miles an hour, right? It was so usually going 25, 35. 45 or 55 in a That's, residential. Yeah. Bro, I'll go 10 and like still feel like iffy about it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. 20 over is too much. Yeah. That's crazy. That's insane to me. Even if it's 20. You know, that's the speed limit in a residential because I know sometimes 40. 40 miles an hour. That's almost highway speeds. Like, yeah, because highways like, like yeah. fifty-five, right? Usually, yeah, fifty-five. And some highways, if they're like really high speed, they're like seventy. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're going halfway on highway speeds, yeah, that's crazy, that's bro. Insane. What are you doing? And then you fucking. Where do you have to go? <laughs> and then this this boyfriend says "fuck twelve and yells at the guy. Wait, does he say "fuck 12? No, I said "fuck oh, 12. Okay. Oh my but, god. Like, he that would be really funny. Frozen on the floor. And doesn't get shot, man. That's uh, I. Uh, God, that's anarcho primitivism right there. Anarcho primitivism. <laughs> Reject I, modernity. Yeah. Return to monkey. God. Oh my god. Oh, hold on. I love this comment just from the just for this. Just for the record, I like to speed on the freeways, but twenty over in a residential is like two times the speed limit. I love how they had a preference that they'll go 20 over on the freeway. Whoa, yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't... I think it's a little different, because there's not fucking houses, you know? Yeah, there's not children playing outside. There's an exit every mile, and you're, that's why you can go so fast. Yeah, yeah. that's, I don't know, it's just a basic misunderstanding of roads. It's just like running around As and someone like, who watches urban planning videos, there's three <laughs> different types of roads, everybody. You got your highways, you got your streets, and you got your roads. Okay. And if you live in America, you got strodes. And look it up, everybody. Get real mad. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Strodes are a real thing. So, fucking, what's this other one that you have? Do you want to do the other one? Yeah, that one was really short. Yeah, okay. This one's, I think, a little bit more serious. Okay. But that one was just funny, and I just thought it would be a good one. That one was really fucking funny. That one was like an an injection of laughter into my veins. Holy shit, bro. A man said fuck 12. <laughs> a man said fuck 12. <laughs> All right. My 22 female... Okay, this one's in a different one. Sorry. Okay. Ah. Completely different people. Completely different. Okay. My 22 female boyfriend, 25 male, still has pictures of his ex on Facebook. Should I be upset? 
I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you a hint to Reddit response. Reddit zero upvotes. Oh my god! At least the other one had fifteen. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, initially when I hear that question, it completely depends. Yeah, it's gonna depend. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know. Hey y'all, looking for some advice here. My boyfriend and I have been together for nearly one and a half years. He isn't the type to post on social media, and a lot has and a lot and never has been. His ex, however, posted a ton of photos of them when they were still together. They broke up in 2018, and we got together in 2020. Uh, she still has them up on her page and hasn't bothered to untag him, so they still show up on his page. According to him, she pressured him into posting some pictures of them when he didn't really want to, and those are still up as well. Right. I am not the social media type either, and I rarely post on Facebook, so I haven't posted anything about us on Facebook either. Okay. Early into us dating, he made a picture of us, his profile picture, no. but nothing about his tagged pictures has changed. From my knowledge, my boyfriend doesn't talk to his ex anymore, and they aren't close. She moved on with her life. It even appeared that she had another boyfriend for a while. Good. Still, none of the pics of my boyfriend and her came down. I don't understand it at all. Why not just private them or untag him? <laughs> I haven't disclosed directly to my boyfriend that it bothers me that this girl still shows up all over his page. I've made comments about how much she posted, but I never made it clear that it bothered me. I don't have a problem that they save photos of themselves together. It was a period of both of their lives, and they should be able to look back on memories if they want. I just find it odd that it's all so public i haven't told him that uh that be this bothers me yet in part because i'm not sure if i have the right to be upset i do also have pretty bad body dysmorphia and it hurts oh. me to have seen him standing next to a girl who i perceive as prettier than me oh okay now i get it of course i've looked through all the photos multiple times maybe to hurt mm -hmm. my own feelings and all my mental illness feed on endless reasons to be insecure yeah anyways reddit do i have any justification to be bothered no. what should i do yeah, no, you don't. Um, it sucks, but you don't. But I get the body dysmorphia part. Yeah, no, that's my thing. Is like, it, it, okay, that's a you problem then. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's something that you you have going on, and it's definitely something you should work on. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I do. I, who cares? I guess is like a. Well, it just depends, you know. On like everybody's like, she's the type to post on social media. She posts. Most people who do post on Facebook leave up stuff because it's a fucking task and a half to go through all of your posts yeah, and delete everything and yeah delete everything that's weird you know yeah. most people they would rather just make an entirely new facebook you know and uh, just yeah not do that so that's that is strange that is a strange ask and i mean it's not really something your boyfriend can control because it's not on his page it's on her page but he's tagged in it yeah Unless he goes through and goes, I'm in this photo and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. do that all the time. But, but it's if like, he's not on social media that much and you're not on social media that much. And also, like, just from girl to girl, why do you want your boyfriend to look like he doesn't have a girlfriend on social media? Because if he has all of these photos of him with a girl... Most women are like, I want him to post me, I want him to post me, mostly for the fact that other girls will stalk him if, you know, he's cute or whatever, and they want to know if he's single or not, and then sees that he's with a girl. And it's also like, a, everybody look at my girlfriend, you know, I want to show off my girlfriend kind of situation. But if he takes down all of these photos of him with his ex, he's just going to look single. Yeah, but he has his profile picture as them together. But then he could just change it. That's true. And uh, appear single. Then then I, it's like, why would you want that? You yeah. know that he's not talking with this girl. And you know that this girl is 
moved on. So she's not a threat. It's not like he's holding a torch for her. Yeah. You know, and then she comes back and then he's like, I'm dumping you and getting back with my ex. It's not like that's not the scenario. So it's a good thing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that he has photos of his ex because then girls are going to be like, oh, you know, if he does seem to be with this girl or with another girl or whatever, it's, you know, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. I would just be like, okay, sweet. But we've gotten to the solution. Yeah. <laughs> Of girls are not going to hit on my boyfriend. Yeah, and I guess I can understand that to an extent. Yeah. I can also, I can definitely, I get the insecurity, I suppose, you know? Me That's too, the yeah. one thing that I can completely understand. Yeah, but I thought they point, were like sexy photos. Oh, yeah, fucking. <laughs> That's when I would be upset. Yeah, I would be upset too, but if it's like just casual photos, it's just like, it's like having uh-huh. a scrapbook or like a memory thing, you know? Yeah, like, you know, let him have photos of his, of his fucking ex, who cares? Yeah, so like, I don't know, I think that's, um... I don't know. It's definitely, I definitely understand again the insecurity, but like it's honestly not that big of a deal. I don't think so. I and, think it is just most likely your body is morphia yeah, trying and, to and, getting a hold of you. Yeah. Um, which I don't, I have no experience with body dysmorphia. Um, so luckily, um, but I mean, hopefully you get the help that you need. I don't know what. Yeah, definitely. Get, yeah, definitely get the help but, uh, that, that person yeah. needs, but like. I don't know, and if if it definitely is something that I'm, if you if even if you don't see yourself as like a social media person, I think that maybe th- posting yourself, posting yourself with him, that might be a yeah. solution. You know, that's true, and then tagging him so that you're more on his page. Yeah, and you're more recent too, so people will know that you're yeah. the girlfriend now. You and you'll match the girl in his profile picture, so they'll be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And I promise you, other people aren't going to be like, that's weird that oh, yeah, he has no. photos of his ex on his facebook yeah you're right it's a hassle to get shit down off of facebook you know true yeah i don't know i i'm also a person who doesn't post that much of myself me neither on social media we post for the podcast pretty much and that's it yeah but like yeah you know i don't know i don't think i would really give a shit i've i've known guys that have uh you know i've been interested before josh in guys that have had photos of their exes on their social media, but I never thought it was strange. Yeah, I think it's just they're up there, you know? Yeah, they're just up there and they forgot. It would be weird if, like, there were <laughs> photos in the weird. house. I think that's when it's weird, you that's know? That's when it's, when like, like a on physical, the mantle, you Yeah, know? It's right next to you on bed. and then <laughs> It's next to, like, your dead grandpa's urn. You know, it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I don't know. If you're going to have photos personal in your house, put them in like a scrapbook, you know? <laughs> if Facebook were a mantle, it would be a mantle that has like every everybody's breakfast on it. You know, like it's a fucking <laughs> yeah. dinner table. Like nobody cares what's on your fucking yeah, Facebook page. Exactly. Facebook wall. So yeah, that's my take. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a little crazy, but yeah. it's your body dysmorphia making you crazy. So you're probably not a crazy person. Yeah. You're just a person with body dysmorphia, which. Exactly. And feel that. Hopefully you get help. That's all the red stories. We got one each because there's so many listener stories. So many listener stories. Uh, okay. So this is a person, I believe, who wants to be anonymous. Double check. Yes. They didn't say anything about it. And you didn't send me a pronoun. So I'm just going to go they, them. And I believe they want to be anonymous. Okay. Okay. I uh, really wanted outside opinions on this other than my friends. I, 27 female, got into an argument with my coworker slash friend, 28 male, this week at work over his insane fat phobic comments. I, 27 female, got into an argument with a friend slash coworker, 28 male, this week that has left me wondering if I should continue the friendship at all. 
Yeah. He and I became friends this year after his fiance left him. Wonder why? He was relatively new at my job and we just clicked pretty quickly. After his fiance left him, he was pretty lonely, so we started hanging out a lot. I have a boy boyfriend of nearly eight years. It is a strictly platonic friendship. That being said, my love for my friends runs deep, and I could see from an outside perspective how it may not look like that, but I am madly in love with my boyfriend, and my friend's idiosyncrasies alone would make me steer clear. For example, he is not very PC or politically correct. He has said things that could be considered slightly racist, classist, sexist, or where this argument lies fat phobic. Okay. The only reason we have continued a friendship thus far is because when I call him out on his on this behavior, he seems to actually like take notes and <laughs> reflect on why it isn't appropriate. But all the fat phobic comments, uh, all but the fat phobic comments. I am a plus sized woman who has dealt with disordered eating most of her life due to bullying. I actually did have a full blown eating disorder for most of my twenties, the last two years or so, due to really healing my own internalized fat phobia. I've gained so much confidence and have lost nearly 50 pounds without dieting. That's fucking dope. Congrats. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. Uh, I just learned to love myself and listen to my body. He never says fat phobic comments about me specifically, but I have let him know on multiple occasions that the things he says about other people could really hurt the other people in the room that look like that person, especially if they don't have the love for themselves that I do. I am not personally offended by it, but I can tell it makes my other plus size coworkers uncomfortable. So I speak up. Okay. So they don't go into the actual comments, which shame on you. Yeah, let me make sure because I know I got the. I want to know the comments. Um. Yeah, <laughs> but let me. I'll double check just to make. But sure. if you don't feel, if you feel like it's like triggering and you don't want to put it in. Yeah, like if it's it's like a you know yeah exactly. Then I get it. It's just difficult to go off, make a judgment based on what the. Because then, you know, the comments could be, actually, no. Honestly, commenting about anybody's weight is wrong. Yeah, exactly. Any single, you can't really make an argument for that. So I get why you didn't post them. Because it's yeah. just, you know, and I don't want to sit here and say, you fucking ham planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Into like, a yeah. microphone. Yeah, no, of Even course though I not. just did. Yeah. <laughs> Great job, Sarah. Real good on the self-censorship. But like, no, like, no, I get it. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't want uh, to... Hear that? Yeah, spread yeah. that hateful shit. Uh, like if it's if it's uh, if uh, it is a good thing that your coworker is at least taking notes on the other ones. That's what's interesting to me. Yeah, I know. It's like I think maybe it it is possible because this this is one of those things where like you can't really go to HR and be like you can go to HR definitely go to HR because it could be labeled as harassment, but it's also like. <laughs> being fat is not a protected class sadly yeah and i think that's and it's one of those things where the public thinks that you know because you're fat you are have the ability to change it and it's like okay yes you do everybody has the ability to lose weight but it's like it's not really about that it's about the mental factors underneath yeah there's a lot of different things that go into that and the the reason why a lot of people i think have still these stigmas is because we still as a society look at it purely as like a health issue i think as opposed to like when it's like i mean sometimes you're just healthy and you're fat yeah no exactly you know and then there are people i personally have um been to doctors and they've constantly been like oh my gosh, we have to test you for diabetes and oh, you can't take this medicine because you're too fat for the medicine and everybody's going to blah, blah, blah and you know, whatever. Ah. 
And, you know, but I've never been diagnosed with diabetes. I've never been diagnosed with anything that is related to my weight even. But every time I go to the doctor or the ER, even one time I went to a doctor for um, pain in my stomach. Yeah. And they were like, oh, it's probably because she's fat. And it's like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, that doesn't even fucking make sense. Like, oh, the fat hurts from being too fat. Like, what are you talking about? That doesn't make sense. And it's just like, I've never, I've, my blood work has always come back healthy. My uh, blood pressure has always come back healthy. Even as I've gained weight during COVID, it's always come back healthy. And doctors still want to find ways to be like, you're too fat. You're too fat. You're too fat because you're not this blah, blah, blah. And you're not this weight that I've literally never been in my entire life. Like, cause you're not, you know, uh, 120 pounds is like, I've never fucking been that. I've never, ever been that ever, ever one time. I've yeah, never like been that fucking... for an experienced amount of time, you know, but then there are other women that are 120 and are being told that's fat. That's ridiculous. Jesus. <laughs> I know. It's like, damn, man, if you like your body and you're healthy, then you're fine. Then, then you're, you're fine, yeah. man. That's my personal opinion. I don't know. And I've looked into it and there are um <sighs> there are diseases that come from that are impacted by obesity. That's for sure. I'm not denying that as a fact. Oh yeah, no. And like technically like even with COVID, that's uh Yeah, that's yeah. a factor. Yeah. But it's also like I don't know. You can be healthy and fat, but then people take that and they take, you know, how society is telling you, oh, oh, you're fucking, you're fucking fat. Then you're going to die tomorrow and you shouldn't like your body because nobody finds you attractive because you're ugly if you're fat. And if you got, you know, muffin tops are ugly and means you have shitty pants and it's just like, you can't find any clothes because you're fat and you don't deserve like yeah, they deserve nice clothes. They deserve yeah, nice it's clothes. Really, every single, every single every thing facet of society is, is like, telling you that you don't deserve the same treatment as skinny people. You know, and it's just it's twenty twenty one, and it still hasn't changed, and people are still dealing with that, and so it reinforces the mentality of yeah, they're not desirable people that are fat. So therefore, I am a bully, and I can pick on them. And it's free range. Thank, God. thank you, government, for letting thank you. Thank God. I can't pick on black people anymore. I can't pick on uh, other races anymore. I can't pick on women anymore, but I can pick on fat people. Because, you know, society is still upholding this, you know. The stigma. The stigma. It's yeah. stigma is what it is. Yeah. So you're right to tell him that it oh, yeah, is you're in the affecting right. other people. Yeah, you're right to tell them that, and you're definitely right, and, and it's good that you're educating still on the other things, too. Yeah. I I don't think there's, like, I, I don't believe in, like, no hope for this guy, I think. Right, yeah. And the, and the, it's, it's just that this one thing is gonna be the hardest issue to, like... Probably, yeah. ...get fucking hammered into the head. Because you do not have support from society. Yeah, that's you know? the thing. At least with, like, you know, like, it's it's a good thing that, like, society is turning around on a lot of these, you know, other issues like racism, homophobia, you know? Yeah, it just... But that's because with racism and homophobia, it's gotten to a level where it is, you know, uh, it's affecting people's lives, you know? It's black men are being shot in the street and you know trans people are being fucking stomped to death and then gay people are being excommunicated from their families 
and I think the problem with fat phobia is it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. You know, I love that people are looking at fat phobia and saying like, oh, this is fucking bullshit. Fat people are people, you know, but it will get it will get worse before yeah. it does get better. That's, it's, yeah. You're not going to make schools stop <laughs> doing the presidential fitness test. Yeah. Right. You know? God. Remember that shit? Yeah, I do remember that shit. That was the fucking worst. I can never do the stretches. <laughs> I couldn't do the mile. I remember uh, I did like, I got a D and they gave me the D because I did a mile in like 17 minutes, which is good that's for me. Really that's really good. That's really good. But they were like, no, that's almost an F. That was like on the verge of an F. Is If I didn't get it under 17 minutes, I would have gotten an F. And I was like 1750 or something. And they were like, eh, you really tried. Little fatty. <laughs> little fatty, you really tried. So we'll give you a D. And you'll pass. I mean, that, that's still, like, I think that's still about regular walking speed. Like yeah. three miles an hour. Yeah. Like who? That's all you're really going to do in life anyways. Just if anything. But no, walk, they wanted fatty they to wanted run. They run. Yeah, they I know. Fatty, I remember that. But like, that's still, it's fucking. For everybody to laugh at. And I remember hating that every year. The mile. And fucking Jesus Christ. And I just remember just like not trying. And it also reinforced me not wanting to exercise. Yeah, because if society is going to bring your mental health to such a degree because of uh, your your weight. You're going to force me to compete at the same level as all of these other kids when I'm already fat. I'm already an obese child. And I'm going to perform less and these children are going to pick on me because of course they will because they're children. And then I'm going to be like, oh, well, I'm never going to do that ever again. Like, uh, duh, of yeah, course exactly. I am. And then, you know, that's kind of how people treat fat people like, you know, throughout time. Yeah. And that's why fat people are afraid to go to the gym, even though most of the time you go to the gym when you're fat, people are rooting for you. But then that's also like kind of... <laughs> It's like, oh, just treat me like trying. a normal person. Yay. Yeah. That is kind of how it yeah, feels, even I, though that's not the intent. Yeah. But, yeah. I can understand that. But, yeah. I don't know. Keep fighting the good fight, I guess. is. I mean, you're... It's... it's. You, I'm not going to tell you whether or not to lose this guy, but... <sighs> you've already communicated with him your problem. He's continued the issue. I don't know it's what he said to, a, to you. Yeah. But it, there's going to get to a point where now you decide whether or not... It's worth it to keep being, attempting, yeah. Yeah, keep being friends with this guy um, who is not respecting your boundaries, pretty yeah. much, yeah. So, yeah. He's not respecting your boundaries at that point. Yeah. And mm. now Universal won't even let fucking fat people ride their <laughs> roller coasters. Bullshit. Well, because, Sarah, don't you know that... that uh, Fat people can't go on motorcycles, and that's why Hagrid's <laughs> motorcycle. Don't, don't remind me. We ha- we spent sorry, months trying to get on Hagrid's ride, and then we got there, and I was too fat for both the motorcycle and the sidecar. And they made me. They gave me a coupon. They gave me a coupon, coupon. to go into another ride that I can't ride because I'm too fat. And then they made me walk out, and I just cried in public. The funny part about that was I made Josh ride because I knew he would be sad if he didn't ride it. But it's really funny to think like you were having a good time and I'm outside. I wasn't having a good time. I wasn't. It was weird. It was weird not having you there. I know. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck? (laughs) 
it's just a funny image like you know yeah like side by side me crying and then you being like yay <laughs> <laughs> we i'm on a roller coaster <laughs> <laughs> this is fun <laughs> i'm totally not that fat not too fat to ride this ride all right so she her anonymous okay so my father is pressuring me female 19 to buy a house that's that's wow that's wow All right, so here's some backstory. My family grew up pretty poor, but my dad and stepmom bought a house when they were in their early mid-20s. My dad went to a community college, got a degree in website coding, and started making bank. Now they own two houses and say it was the best decision they ever made. They've also caught the attitude of, since I did it, anyone can. Oh my god. Which is an issue. It is an issue. You are correct, Tell me who your parents are. I'm going to fight them. Yeah. All right. For the past few years, my dad has been pressuring my sister, female 23, to buy a house. The conversation typically comes out of nowhere, and he tries to convince her, saying it was the best thing they ever did, and that they wouldn't have had their parents not pressured them. Wouldn't have had their parents not pressured them. My sister, as a well-paid flight attendant, can barely afford her 100-square-foot apartment as is. Yep. Is that 100 or 1,000? I'm actually not sure. 100 is crazy. Yeah, it's got to be a thousand. I hope so. Oh, I really fucking hope so. One hundred is like nothing unless you yeah. live like on in New the, York. In New York, yeah. Yeah, which that might be. Oh man, maybe. Yeah, who knows? All right. This conversation comes up literally every time we visit them, despite her making it abundantly clear that she is not interested, yet alone can't afford to. We currently live in Utah, which has the highest cost of living in the U.S., higher than New York even. Wow, that was the next sentence. There you go. All right, it's probably hundred foot actually. It, I might. Wow, yeah. man. That's wild. Yeah. I hope it's an exaggeration. Well, if it's a hundred or if it's a thousand, either way, if you're paying, if like, yeah. it's still crazy. This is about a, well, this is a This is over, over a thousand, thousand where yeah. we are. Yeah. And like, we can barely do it between two of us. But, yeah. Like, we're not even that well paid. Yeah. yeah. We're not well Jesus. paid at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, unless you guys support us. <laughs> um, okay. No. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Now that now that's all good and dandy, but I just barely moved out to college. Okay. I'm in a dorm and my dad has started pressuring me into buying a house as well. He brings it up every time I see him, and I've made it clear I don't want to because I'm 19 years old and can't even afford college. Okay. Yeah, I, I get that. That makes sense. So gassy around. I'm sorry. Well, it's okay. I didn't mind him pressuring me for the most part until my birthday when me, my boyfriend, 19 male, and my family went out for coffee. My dad brought it up again and said that me and my boyfriend should buy a house together. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Oh, no, no. Bro, you're not even married. You're going to buy a yeah. house. That's fucking insane. Yeah. We've been dating only for only a year and aren't even living together as is. It's made it made us both extremely uncomfortable and I'm pretty upset by my, that my dad just won't let it go. But even more so because he made both my boyfriend and me extremely uncomfortable on yeah. my birthday. Yeah. Oh. How do I get my dad off my ass? Tommy Kim I'm not interested and can't afford to regardless as nothing as he always says. Well, you can't blame me for wanting what's best for you giving advice. I don't. Fe- I I didn't feel I had to intervene, but since he's now pressuring both me and my boyfriend, I feel he's crossed the line, and I don't want to deal with it anymore. Thank yeah. you for your help. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna. This is. I got some bad news for you. If your dad's this fucking boomer, yeah, it's gonna be a really hard thing to. It get will be into. very difficult. Yeah, yeah, and like if you can't, you, you have to somehow turn him from a boomer that is like, well, I just oh, I guess you're just not gonna listen to your dad to the passive aggressive boomer that is like. Oh, you know, you know, we were sitting here and we just moved into an apartment, me and my boyfriend. And then he sits there at the dinner table reading a newspaper and is like, 
Should have bought a house. You know, yeah, like, right, you should like, turn fucking... him into that guy because then you can fucking... Sorry to interrupt you, Joshua. <laughs> um, <laughs> turn him into that guy so then you can just be like, fucking... Okay, dad. Whatever ha, you ha, say. Ha, ha, whatever fine. you say. Just start treating him like he's senile. Yeah. You know? Just be like, oh, dad forgot <laughs> that you might I already have to, told you. You might have to mock him a little bit, unironically. You're gonna have to because, mock like, father. Yeah, if at this point, if, like... Because, listen, let's be honest here. None of us Gen Zers are going to have a fucking house unless we, you know, day trade and have parents' money come to us, you know? And this also depends on your culture, because there are other cultures out there that will not cross that line of disrespecting your parents. Yeah, exactly. And then I always, usually when I say this is you go to your parents and you say, this is a boundary. This is a boundary. Do not talk to me about buying a house because I do not want to do that. And I've told you this multiple times. And the last time you told me this, it was on my birthday and it really hurt me. But the problem with that is most boomers are going to be like, well, oh, I raised a, you and a fucking pussy. Stop you know? being such a damn pussy. You know, they're going to do that. We had to fight in fucking Germany, especially you know? if you're not white. <laughs> if you yeah, have... Like any sort of like you know not any literally Just pick yourself up your bootstraps you <laughs> any know like... other culture in which you know if you've ever looked at a white child talk to their parents and say if I said that to my mom she would beat me to death then yeah that's that's a different thing that's a, yeah we're talking from two from two, two white backgrounds. Very similar backgrounds. Yeah. So do not take our advice. If- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, heavy grain of salt of what we're saying. Case. But like, no, like this is, it's going to be a problem because there's such a generational gap between what they're perceived, the, the wealth that they had at your age versus yes. the wealth you have now at your age. Yeah. Like that's the problem. Like they, it's really, the boomers just will not understand, especially if like, I'm not, I'm going to not assume, but if, assuming that it's like, like a Fox News watching boomer who like, you know, right. watches a thing and like sees like doesn't understand that like inflation's a thing. The fact that like yeah. set, like five dollars back like forty years ago is like twenty bucks now, you know? Yeah. And they can't get past like if they can't understand why there's like a like not like people are asking for more of a minimum wage. Yeah. And if like they can't wrap around their head that like your sister who has a well paying job and just doesn't fucking yeah. can't afford barely afford the uh like apartment that she's living in yeah i mean the only thing i can think of is move to somewhere where there's it's not it's not as expensive or just like but like that's still not doesn't solve the problem because you're still not gonna have money like you know like <laughs> this is okay so this is how white children um get across points to their white parents okay. who don't understand them and are disvaluing them because of their age make a powerpoint <laughs> Rent out, some, rent out a conference center at your local hotel here and get some a projector. Ideas. Make a PowerPoint. Bring out a graph about different generations and different generational, generational wealth. wealth yeah. Bring up, you know, the different the rise in housing prices. Bring up two thousand and eight housing and bubble. Nothing, and if that doesn't, yeah, that and too. then bring up the current economy and where we're headed because we're getting there again. You know, yeah. do that. Put that up and there, then also, and then bring up how much you're paid and go through all the finances with them, and then end it with 
fucking of course buying a house is the best decision you ever made. It's the best decision anyone ever makes. Buying land is the best decision you can make in America. Just duh. We all know that. That's not the issue. It's not I don't know. It's not I don't understand that buying land is it's that I do not have the means and I am not willing to take out a loan. Dad, like Jesus Christ. Are you also supposed to do an interpretive dance as well, sir? Yeah, you can do that like cringy lady that does interpretive dance and starts talking about generational wealth. And if all else fails, just just slide in at some point like, well, I'm definitely going to own a house when you fuckers die. Because I'm taking your fucking house. (laughs) Your fucking house. You better put that shit in the will. I'm going to have two houses. You have one for each of the sisters. (laughs) You can do that. You can do what Joshua does. And but Joshua gets told that he's a smart ass. Every Christmas. Yeah, I get I'm called a smart ass every fucking <laughs> So that's your that's what you get when you But do remember, that. if you're called a smart ass, it means you're right. Yeah. As as someone who is always right and always called a smart ass, those are not <laughs> I mean, yeah. 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 So people don't like being told the truth. <laughs> people are afraid of the truth. <laughs> it doesn't Warriors. It fucking doesn't matter what it is too. I think last months ago it was that you didn't watch the show a show with fred fred armison or something in it you you thought that you didn't watch the show and then your mom was like yeah you did and then you argued about it and then she called you a fucking smart ass and that was the end (laughs) the argument it literally doesn't matter when you do what josh does you get called a smart ass just know if you're ever called a smart ass after an art yeah you're You're right you're probably right yeah you're totally right the argument was one you're right you also take gifted classes when you were in high school because you know that's how you know you're right i don't know that's not even a joke but yeah now if you are on you are if you are able if you have the rapport with your parents or you do not also or if you do not care about your relationship with your parents either or just be a smart ass you literally could just gaslight them <laughs> Yeah, I'll buy a house, yeah. No. Oh, no? Like, basically, just pretend like they're becoming senile. Like, basically. So the next time your dad is like... Maybe not do that, actually. Hey, you know what would be a great idea? If you bought a house, and then you're just like... You, like, look at your mom, and you get a little sad. And you go, okay, dad. You know, like, that's what you... Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you can just lie and say, yeah, I I will. You know? It's like, okay. And then, like, you start, like, really, like, take an acting class. Like, tear up a little bit. part in psychological warfare? Yeah. And then, he's not respecting your boundary. Listen. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I guess anything's fair game, then, yeah. Yeah, at that point, you know, he's just like, no, legitimately, I think you should buy a house. Just be like, yeah, dad, of course. It's <laughs> like, you know, like, just... <laughs> be a smartass and be a fucking smartass, well, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it is, but, like, really go hard on it go hard on it yeah just like legitimately like and then you know when the mom was like why are you doing this to your dad just be like oh you too you know (laughs) just fucking get there (laughs) but that is only if your parents you think your parents will find that funny (laughs) or if you really do not care about your relationship if you don't care at all just ask for one of the houses they have (laughs) why don't you just give me yours yeah yeah give me yours yeah just give me your house yeah. For free, you want what's best for me. That would be what's best that's for me. What's best for me, yeah. <laughs> a free house would be awesome. That's my advice, I guess. That's just fucking. 
So you have a couple of it's options. Gonna, it's going to be hard, no matter what. It will be very but hard. Beyond, I'm sorry. Don't worry. Know for a fact that if you can't, if you know you can't afford a house, you're not in the wrong for not getting a house. And I mean, this is just going to end with a big blood argument or a very passive aggressive series yeah. of years about and this. If you can, just try to be like, hey, don't bring that shit up anymore, please. Yeah, uh, don't bring it up in front of anyone else. Keep it in the or family. Just keep my boyfriend I don't know out if, of it. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna be fucking this guy in a year from now. <laughs> Why would I buy a I house with him? I don't buy a house with him, dude. That's such a ridiculous idea. He's not gonna know how to satisfy me in two years. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I am in the sack? I'm a fucking horn dog, bro. <laughs> horn dog, dude. You can't, you can't fucking handle me. I can't. I get tired of the same dick after like six months. Uh, I'm in fucking college. <laughs> Don't tell me I've been eyeing that fucking that fucking uh, co-ed in the science class. Fucking, they keep you know, staying you know, the same you know, age, yes. baby. Gross, gross, gross. Should I go shave the bottom part of my beard right no, now? No, because don't do that. I'll be right back, everybody. No, don't do that. With today's sponsor. This podcast was sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped is one of the premier shaving tools available to get the job done. They primarily specialize in like the uh, the lawnmower 4.0, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, the nose hair thing. Yeah, really good. No, that's the weed whacker. Oh yeah, I know the gosh darn product, Sarah. The nose hair and ear hair trimmer, the weed whacker. They have the shed, which is a nice little portable uh, sack that you can put all your stuff in. They got a bunch of other great products, but mainly they have the lawnmower 4.0, primarily used to help shave those family friggin' jewels. Family jewels, baby. But you can also use it on other parts. It's a really good, well-built razor. It's wirelessly charged. Very good to use. Yeah, we shaved Sarah's head. I shaved my beard with it. There's a lot of different uses. It's really, it just gets the job done really easily. It do. It's a well-built razor, and I highly recommend it. It's waterproof, and it's got a, it's got a flashlight on it. Yeah, to make it as easy as possible to shave. And it comes with guards. Yeah. Two different uh, guards that go up to four different sizes. Yep. So, if you want to try out the lawnmower 4.0, head on over to manscaped.com and use code APWSTR to get 20% off your order as well as free shipping. That is manscaped.com. Use code APWSTR, 20% off, and free shipping. Manscaped is the best tool for the job. Best tool for the jewels. Best tool for the jewels. Hey, welcome to the the second part of the mid-roll ad. I stopped dancing. Because this is serious. This is serious. If you guys serious wanna, business. Yeah. If you guys want to directly support the podcast, head on over to patreon.com forward slash APWSTR. We'll get episodes probably like a few hours early if you're yeah, lucky. Honestly, if we do or our at least job the right. night before. Yeah. yeah. So you'll get it earlier. There will not be any ads on them. Whenever we have ads, you will not have to worry about them. And it's only a dollar a month. You also get some exclusives. And we're trying our best to try at least have one exclusive a month. That's at least about 10 minutes. True. And for the time being, and pretty much into the foreseeable future, it'll only be a dollar to access everything. Yep. But at if, the least. At the least, yeah. We've, yeah. We've opened up some joke tiers. If you want to give us more money, you can. There I is don't, the opportunity. Don't write. I mean, don't yeah. understand why people want to give us money. But if you want to, we are open to that. Yeah. And it's a good, easy way to keep us stable monthly payments and making sure that we can produce this podcast as best we can. Yeah. And but also... Yeah. If you want to only support us one time, we have a buy me a coffee page, and that's also APWSTR. It's only three bucks for a coffee. 
Yep. And you can give us any number of copies you want, I suppose. But if you want yeah. to support us for a one-time fee as opposed to a monthly thing, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. And we really appreciate it. We appreciate it a lot. We read all the messages and it really... Uh, it's, it's super uh, sweet. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate any help and support that you guys can give us. And that could just be watching, honestly. We just yeah. appreciate that. Hey, everyone. Uh, Josh here. Uh, this is a bit last minute, but I wanted to get this in earlier than later. We were reached out by a listener about helping a mother of two named Alexis. Uh, currently, she is at risk of losing her kids to CPS within the week. This goes out if she's unable to find shelter. Uh, currently, she is personally crowdfunding and working with a mutual aid organization called Feed the Movement CTL to make sure she has the resources necessary to keep her kids as well as uh, shelter herself and her kids. Uh, in the description is both the crowdfunding page for personal cash app and the Venmo for the mutual aid organization. Uh, within that Venmo, if you let them know specifically it's for Lexus, they'll know it's for her. If you have the capacity to please donate what you can. Recently, we had a Reddit story about a mother that wasn't able to, through no real fault of her own, be unsupported by her brother. And I think this is a... It's not that story, and it's not connected to that, but it's a very similar story, and I think we have an opportunity here to actually help someone out that, that needs it, and I'm happy to uh, hopefully give Alexis a platform. Uh, please, if you have the capacity to uh, donate what you can uh, to make sure that she has the ability to uh, shelter herself and her kids. Uh, thank you for listening, uh, and we'll go right back to the show. All right, and we're back. Hello. All right, we have four more listener stories to get to. Yeah. Okay, so this is my next one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Should I be worried that my new relationship might be in jeopardy due to a height difference? What? I am a 19 female going to be 20 in November. My new boyfriend that I absolutely am, ob am obsessed with is 21. We just started dating in October and it's been great. We met through Tinder and really hit it off. So far, we've been consistently FaceTiming whenever we can. When we hang out, there's always a connection. And let's just say the adult stuff is amazing. Ooh. Scandalous. He, <laughs> he's constantly is telling me he is so glad that we got together. And I obviously feel the same. However, the first thing I've noticed is that he always brings up the fact that I am taller than him. I'm 5'9", while he's 5'5", dot, dot, dot with shoes Ooh, short king even though a previous me would absolutely cringe to the fact that of dating somebody under six foot <laughs> i have no issues whatsoever with it but i just want to make reassure i just want to reassure him that i could care less about his height should i just let time show that i like him maybe even love him for more than his height or should i just continue to reassure because i know that's what i would want I also love your videos. I will be a regular, reg regular listener to your guys' podcast, and I thank you for bringing lots of laughs to possibly horrendous situations. Hell yeah. That's the damn truth. That should be our tagline. Cut to the 9-11 episode. Cut to 9-11. <laughs> no. Um, no, okay. But yeah, no, okay, so, um, yeah. I don't know, he might be a little bit insecure uh, about his height. Sounds like it. Yeah, I don't, but I don't think it's going to ruin, I don't think it's in jeopardy. So that's good. It's not. I don't think it's in jeopardy yet. My worry is that it's already enough of a problem that you have to write into a podcast <laughs> within the first month. Yeah. So if he's doing it, I mean, for all we know, like, I mean, he could be just trying to use humor to make himself comfortable with the height difference. It's definitely worth a conversation to be like, do you actually, is this Are, a, a yeah. thing? This is definitely a communication thing. Because um, that's not something that either of you can change. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, and you guys do seem like you adore each other from what yeah. you've said to us. Yeah, there shouldn't be any reason that height's a problem. Yeah, and you, and, and, you know, jokingly is like oh, under six foot, will you know, pass me. But like, <laughs> if he's like always talking about it, though, it's you need to have a conversation about it because it's just weird. If you, it, it's the first month of dating, that's what gets me about this. Yeah. Is like, and then the guy is just like. Yeah, because you're so tall. Or like, you know, like whatever. It's like I would be like annoyed. I would be annoyed the fuck out of it. No, yeah, of course. Yeah, and me too. Like yeah, yeah, it's literally like just fucking it it it's it's you know, that's like saying like, uh yeah, cause you know, you're bigger. <laughs> uh you're so small. <laughs> yeah. It's just like what why? No, no, why? Yeah. Why? Why? Why talk about it? But yeah, it's, you know, it's a factor that's out of your guys's control. Your own heights, you know, and like just fucking just talk to him about it. I guess that's the, yeah, that's the thing. And like I don't know, I don't think I if you guys do really adore each other as much as you do now, I don't think the conversation will completely fuck things up. I, you know, no, I mean, knock it, on wood, like, it shouldn't it, fuck anything up. If it does fuck anything up, then, then he you was, know uh, it wasn't a good. You're match dodging in the first a bullet place. to begin with. Yeah, yeah. If it if he ends up being like, yes, it is a problem that you are too tall. Please try to shorten yourself <laughs> by getting your knees amputated or like something like that. Like then you're just like, oh, this guy's fucking crazy because you know you're obviously in the first month and you have you know lovey dovey eyes for each other. Yeah, I've had a lot of relationships that have lasted just one or two months. <laughs> And usually it's like, oh my god, this guy's the best. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh, he just works ninety hours a week and can't. I haven't seen him in three weeks. He's the one for me. (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) and then it ends, and it's like you uh, look on it later, and you're like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have any problems within the first couple of months. But I mean, who knows? This could just be an issue. Yeah, and the the good news is you're you haven't. Uh, spent too much time if things do go wrong and you have plenty of time afterwards you know yeah you're young but like if it if it seems like something that you want to make work out just talk about it definitely be upfront and be like i just want to make sure because yeah like hey i I, I know you you talk about this a lot or joke about this a lot but are you sure that like you're comfortable or is there anything going on you know yeah like what's up why do you joke like that all the time you know yeah and also like i don't know if he's gonna be like don't worry too much about don't worry. I know when I was a a teen, a nineteen, and uh, you know I was dating around, and I had an issue with the guys that I was dating, or something similar to this, where it's not really that big of a deal, but it, it is a big deal if you don't talk about it, and it gets worse. Yeah, it will just keep getting more and more, and you'll be more annoyed if you don't bring anything up. If you like, if you think this is a problem, you know. Well, I knew that I just like didn't. I just wouldn't bring it up because I knew mm. that it, I thought that if I was bringing up an issue that I was the one causing the problem. But no, that's not the case at no, all. No, it's, it's, you know, it's you, it's, I had a lot of trouble enforcing boundaries with men early on in relationships because all I wanted was for them to like me because I was insecure of myself. And I'm not saying this is who you are because I don't know you, but I mean, if that, if you feel like that, do not feel even modic like a modicum <laughs> a modicum of of uh uh guilt bringing up something where if he's making jokes about your height yeah yeah exactly. that's your body and he's the guy that is supposed to be adoring it adoring and- you and adoring your body and not finding fault with your body and if the jokes are not finding fault about it then you know and he's just like no you know i like making jokes 
and you know it's a whole thing you'll know once you have the conversation with him what's where going he's on in at, his head yeah what's happening <sighs> yeah yeah because it, it could just be a miscommunication who knows that's exactly that yeah yeah but yeah no i agree 100 percent. yeah yeah now i have thought about this actually for like days since okay. i've read this <laughs> and i have come up with a theory oh you said in the thing that you would cringe dating somebody under six foot before in your life if he knows that all of your exes are above six foot that could very easily he's insecure about that because of that because it could be that you know he's like oh no i'm the first short guy that she's dating i don't know if she's just gonna short king she's dating you're right (laughs) you're right fam because <laughs> I feel that I get uh, that yeah, too. but like yeah no like if if that's if if that's the insecurity then that's where yeah. that might be the source of it if he knows that um I just got allergic to these great takes I'm having yeah so you know I mean yeah no it's just I like I just I co-opted your takes and called them my own but yeah so yeah no fucking uh you're right you're you're 100 percent right yeah on that. absolutely because like you know it that that might just be it and then you just might have to say like no like those guys were dicks for whatever reasons they were dicks and they didn't work out or they were fine but they just didn't work out yeah you know give those reasons you're awesome yeah and i really like you right now yeah exactly and i would special to be going on if you if you yeah have been dating taller guys before but then this one this one guy comes in shorter than normal yeah, that's true. Yeah, something special that says has to be there, I think, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Or it could be there, especially if it goes against one of your preferences, you know? Like, you know. True. Like, it, I remember, like, thinking, I think when I got together with you, I thought that you only liked skinnier women or something. Or I only thought you liked, no, because you told me that you had a preference for, like, um, psychopaths? Not white girls. You told me that you had a preference for not I might have. For, yeah. yeah. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, I'm out of his preference. And I felt really good about it. But And then you should have broken up with me because that's completely racist. I'm just fetishizing non-white people. I think it was just like a one-off thing and then I brought it up later and you were like, no, that's not even true. Yeah. If you look at my track record, you'll find a lot of only white people. When we were together in our early on in our relationship, we were both so stupid in oh, the... Oh, yeah, so dumb. Oh, my God. <laughs> really fucking stupid. Both of us in the most... Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to think, what's the word? When you connect with somebody? Compatible way. Yeah. We were just two stupid people miscommunicating with each other in a way that would prolong the re- the relationship until yeah. we learned to communicate. Yeah, it worked out really well, actually. I don't know how, but it did. Eh. I don't know, yeah. And also in the end, I just want to say, um, this is what I always tell people when they're like, I don't know if my relationship is going to work out. It will work out if it's meant to be, and if it's not meant to be, it's not going to work out. Exactly, yeah. And that's it. That's and all that's you have fine. to know. That's fine if that happens, too. Oh, I know a lot of people have a fear of things being lost, but like usually it's, it's, it's you're a part gonna, of life. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get what you're going to get and there's no changing it. 
exactly. and once you resign yourself to that philosophy, the life becomes a lot easier. Exactly. Yep. Nice. Another problem solved. <sighs> Punching kicks. Punch those problems right on out of here. All right. So this is from she, her, and this is anonymous. Okay. By the way, I keep forgetting to do pronoun checks when we start these podcasts. I'm he, him. I'm she, her. Yeah. Better late than never. Someday I'll be she, they. Yeah. <laughs> Someday I'll... You'll, you'll, you'll bite the bullet. <laughs> Join these radical feminists doing she, they. down gender norms. Hell Someday. Yeah. One day. All right. So, this is from Anonymous mm. and she, her. Okay. Hi. So, I'm not sure what to do. My husband, 27 male, and I, 24 female, have been together and married for almost five years at the end of the year. And I have a five-year-old from a previous relationship. Note, my husband adopted my son and is his legal father. We met in 2016 on a dating app, and within three months of knowing each other, we were moving. We moved in together and married. That's a lot. To be okay. fair, we did say I love you three weeks into the relationship, so... Yeah, I'm not yeah, judging you. Yeah. This could obviously work out for somebody. Yeah, I know, for sure. People in the comments writing, I did exactly this, and I turned out great. Yeah. Good for your fucking you. Yeah. <laughs> Every situation is different. Okay. It felt like it was an instant connection and love. The first two to three years were pretty rocky, and we fought a majority of the time, but every time one of us left, we always ended up coming back to each other and make it work. Over the last year, things have been great. We moved to a beautiful place, our child goes to a great school, and we are in a better place in our marriage. That's great. But the fighting has started up again, and I think I've had enough. I'm no. a stay-at-home mom, and I've finally made friends with other moms that my son goes to school with. And it's always been a problem with me to be hanging out with them. I've started seeing changes in him. He's on his phone all the time, and he ignores me unless he needs something. I've been feeling very unhappy over the past two months and I was ready to leave him. I sat him down and told him how I felt and he told me everything would change and they would be better and we wouldn't have to worry. Mm. That was a couple weeks ago and mm. nothing has changed. It's oh, the no. same shit every day and I've had enough. I just don't want my son to grow up in a broken family. I don't know what to do. Okay. So a couple things. Um, I'm not really going to talk about the beginning of your relationship because it's in the past and it's also like that. Yeah, I mean, it's more about what's going on right now. And I'm not your therapist. I do think you should probably try to go to like couples counseling. Yeah, if you're trying to bring something up and he's he said he would change, but he didn't do it and you're still getting fed up. You might need to bring in a third person or professional. Somebody that can make him see that this is gonna be more serious than already or, what yeah, it is and definitely more open up about what's going on in his head because i'm willing to bet that there's during, something happening there's something going on that he hasn't mentioned yet um either that he's feeling um the first thing as a woman i think of when he's always on his phone when somebody says he's always on his phone the first thing i think of because i'm a paranoid fucking bitch <laughs> is cheating but I think that's, that's not always the case. No, yeah, I think that's a relatively, like, not necessarily, like, rare, but uncommon, maybe. Or like, I think it's pretty, it's pretty common. It's common. I think cheating is a lot more common than we think. Like, from knowing all the miserable people I used to fucking know, in, you know, they would always be like, I'm constantly cheating, or my partner is constantly cheating, and therefore, I will cheat on them. It was just like constant. I don't know if I just accidentally worked with the 10 most cheatingest people in Orlando, but yeah. <laughs> it just seemed like this is a lot bigger of an issue than I thought it was going to be. But um, it could be that. Who knows? You're not going to know until you do know, and you will find out if he is. Yeah. 
and then you'll do whatever it takes necessarily. You'll know exactly what you need to do. Your body is going to kick in and adrenaline is going to kick in and you're going to be like, got to get out or got to get a lawyer, got to get a divorce, yeah, and that's- gonna separate, going to talk to him. Maybe you're somebody who can get over cheating. There are some people out there who do. Who knows? If, if, but it could just be an emotional issue in his head. It could be a complete miscommunication between you guys. Yeah, I mean, there, he might have, like, I, my my first thing is, like, depression, I feel like. Could or, be that, yeah. Yeah, like, something else is going on, and, like, I, you know, it's it's um, it's um definitely going to be a complicated thing, and we're not going to be sure for what. Yeah. But, like, I, I, um, I don't, I don't know, what makes this difficult is the, the kid thing, I think, and that's what. Yeah makes this really hard and i and i definitely understand the fear of like not wanting to have a a quote broken family you know but i mean honestly it's like it's worse if you guys really need to separate and you're staying together for the kid that's that's exceedingly gonna yeah, worse. that's gonna be a thing and and like i mean and it, i mean it's it's definitely common for divorce nowadays you know it's definitely oh, yeah. a more common thing like i'm a child of divorce you Me know too and like and and I it sounds similar to how my parents were kind of because there's definitely like a um there's a lot going on with my parents and obviously my parents are gonna be different from your uh your relationship uh for sure that's yeah. the caveat here but like they're still technically like together quote unquote in a way that like they still keep oh, yeah. a communication and yeah. of some sort you know and they do care for each other yeah and I'm willing to bet that there is uh, there's still at least a caring for each other there. Uh, unless he's cheating, in which case, fuck him. And that's yeah, that guy's not your a fucking problem. dick. That's not your lead. fault, at least. No, yeah. it's, like, yeah, it, it's he's just def- being a dick. Yeah, that's that's and, he, and it's good that you know <laughs> that if he's cheating, you know to get out of there. You know, and if you go to couples counseling, then you're most likely gonna hopefully get to the root of the problem. Yeah, um, there's definitely a root to this, and if he, especially if he did like at first seem amicable, but then you know switched it up and like didn't do anything well i mean it sounds like to me because this is a common problem in marriages this is just from me reading r slash relationships all the time i'm not an expert in marriage of course not um but this is a common problem where one partner will bring up an issue and the other partner will say okay i'll do better and then doesn't do better or does Mm. better for two weeks and then goes back to not doing better and they don't realize that what they're doing even though it might feel comfortable to them or it you know is basically showing the other person that they don't respect their boundaries yeah and that's which is the biggest thing i'm always going to come back to communication and boundaries yeah and that's mostly the cause of pretty much every single problem yeah and another thing too is that um i remember there's this youtuber i i used to watch not a lot anymore they said something about like as a as a, a species or as like a, as how we are as humans mm-hmm. for the most part for like uh, i think eight years mm-hmm. is usually like considered the best like honeymoon period and it ranges from person to person yeah but sometimes like after a good amount of time yeah uh, a switch kind of happens where it starts to get a lot more difficult to yeah. maintain but at that point you still have to just work harder to maintain it at that point and if you want to maintain it you do it and like you just and and if one you of the don't, things you don't. Is, yeah. yeah and the, the way you maintain it is as you said communication yeah and it's everybody yeah that's kind of if you look at like graphs of um what percentage of couples stay together for longer than a, a year it's usually at the 5 year period that's when most couples will take a a point and they'll decide hmm is this what I want for the rest of my life? Yeah. 
because there's a really good chance that if I stay with this person, if I continue to stay with this person, then I'm going to continue with them for a large majority of my life. Yeah. And sometimes that freaks people out because sometimes they think of things that they didn't bring up or that they don't really like about the relationship or they realize they were just coasting or something. And it's a really sad thing, but that's when long-term relationships start ending is because it's like, you know, maybe that person had a different view of their life and just, they were not present in their life and thinking, Oh, okay. I want this relationship every day, you know? Yeah. And uh, then if you stay past that moment, then most of the time you're going to be together for a long, long time. Yeah. Maybe he's having this moment. Maybe he's just, you know, with this new move and all these changes, maybe he has some sort of issue that just needs to be talked about. I will say if it's been good for the past year, my hope is that perhaps both of you, I, and I, I wish I had more detail on this. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, but like I because since last year, you know, there was COVID and there was a lot of people unless he was like an essential worker, I'm going to assume that he probably was also at home. True. And if he's if you're now a stay at home mom and he's probably going back to work, there might be uh, a bit of a, an anger to going back to work. I don't know how long if he has just recently gone back to work or yeah. if, like it's been a while. But maybe if if maybe the job's getting to him, maybe. Yeah, it I, could be stress. Yeah, because like if fucking like I and I, I guess this goes back to my parents. My dad currently works um, at one of the hotels here and he's the only person at that hotel that can do his job mm-hmm. because of COVID, because of all these things. And like, he has to work like two weeks straight uh, as a salaried worker. That's crazy. Yeah. Man. It's ridiculous. And I think it's one day off and then he has to go right back. That's and, like, insane. But like, I know that's a very specific situation to him, but like, I know that with COVID, crazy. with a lot of people, there's a lot of shortages. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of stress of working right yeah. now during this time. So if that's the case, that could be another reason why he maybe is closing himself off because he doesn't know how to fully uh, decompress in, a, in within the relationship itself. Um, so I don't know. I don't know that far. And I, that's just another thing I would guess at. Um, yeah, because we're not going to know. It could be any could number be any... of external factors or internal factors. And we're not going to know until he... And obviously we don't know because you don't know. So yeah. he's not communicating these things to you. He might, he, he, he might, he might not even know about these things. Yeah. <laughs> he I, might he, not even understand or his own emotions. His own or his, emotions. Yeah. And that's going to be something a lot that of men either that. you bring up and try to get at or a counselor comes in and, and pokes at <laughs> as fucking Mama Sarah just keeps on fucking <laughs> Mama Sarah keeps even, I don't even know where the heck that came from. I don't know either, but um, we're, we're here now, aren't we? <laughs> he might not even know about, I really, I really did that. Yeah, you fucking did <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, no, that's that's my advice. So Sarah's yeah. last one, and then I hope it works out. Yes, because um, it sounds wonderful. The rest of your life sounds wonderful. It would be a real shame. It would be a shame. Yeah, but again, if it happens, it's meant to be. And as long as you figure something out to help out the kid through this, yeah. Again, it's not uncommon for kids to grow up in divorce, and it is it's rough. Not, but it is if you go, it's, it's well, and it's a good thing, honestly. If you are unhappy and your dad, <laughs> your dad what if you are unhappy and your husband i have a weird subconscious thing where i just like mix up the men in my life by titles a lot and it really leads to some awkward situations really um (laughs) 
Yo, I used to call you my brother in my mind a lot. You are a fucking sexual deviant, Sarah, if that's the case. It wasn't about sex. It was just like, oh, yeah, you know, my brother, John. Oh. Sexual. It's not sexual. Deviant. It's just a thing on accident. Freud? Yeah. Freud was, disca- was, was discontinued from Toys R Us. <laughs> Okay, but anyway. last one, sorry. I swear to God, before I go turn these cameras off and fucking... I forgot what I was going to say. It, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to... If yeah. you and your husband are together and you do not want to be together and you are obviously showing signs of mental duress and you don't want to be together, you are modeling a negative relationship to your child. When if they see that, they will understand. They will see that you are not happy in your relationship, and you're modeling that for them. Yeah, because so children are hyper aware of their parents. They're sponges. They're just they're gonna sponges. soak it all up. Yeah, and they're gonna see that, and then they're gonna be like, they're gonna have a weird, whacked out view of relationships. So it is actually better to not be in a relationship that is causing you mental duress over a long period of time. Because then you're also showing your child that everybody deserves boundaries and deserves respect. And, you know, not being in this relationship in which maybe you aren't being respected or all these things, or, you know, it's not making you happy, that your child also deserves to be happy and deserves to be in a relationship that is healthy. Yeah. That's like the most important thing for children is modeling healthy relationships. So don't <laughs> raising him in a broken home is not gonna the be, thing yeah, that you should be gonna, worrying about at all. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But yeah. That's uh, problem solved. <laughs> what another problem kicked out of the sky. Boo, 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 boo. I love how we'd be so serious and then become obnoxious assholes. <laughs> That's who we are, man. Hell yeah. Y'all Some signed of- up for this. <laughs> Fucking, I'll never get over the guy that was like with the, the fucking asshole brother that wouldn't help his sister. Ah, uh, fucking. The one commenter that was like, I don't like this kid, but somehow I don't like you guys more. <laughs> I'll never stop thinking about that guy. It's so funny. But my problem is like, if you don't like us, that's fine. I don't care. But my problem now is because you said that, I love you. <laughs> I love you and I want you to like me now. God damn it. It's God so damn. Up. All right. Okay. Sarah, last one on your end. We got to go. We got we to gotta do this. Okay. So she, her, and I believe she wants to be anonymous. Okay. Okay. Is salvaging my relationship worth it? Oh, okay. I've been dating my current boyfriend for 10 months now, so it hasn't been that long. From the start of our relationship, there has been some pretty apparent red flags. Ooh, okay. Well... When we first got together, he would still talk to slash snap his female friend that he used to have a crush on and she liked him back. All right. Well, I mean, okay. He reassured me nothing ever went on between them and he stopped talking to her eventually after I expressed my concerns about that. I got I to say real quick. I really I don't get people using Snapchat for anything other than sexting. I mean, I do. Because I, I mean, I have friends that do that. No, still. Yeah, and I do. I guess I do too. But I feel like when I think about like young people, especially with Actually, Snapchat, yeah, you use Snapchat, buddy. 
to, to snap your friends. Yeah, only one person. I haven't even done that recently. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> so yeah, never self report. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Link Snapchat right now. You're getting Snapchat, but it's in the calculator app. Yo, I almost accidentally deleted my email doing that bit. But yeah, sorry. It's really funny. Okay. But yeah, no. Okay. But no, Josh isn't cheating, I believe. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, in the beginning of our relationship, we were pretty healthy together. And he inspired me to be a better person and helped me a great deal with my depression and anxiety. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. Halfway through our relationship, once I would get anxious, he started becoming more short with me because of it. When I tried to talk to him about my SA, because I have PTSD from that, he said he simply did not want me to because it would bother him. That's a little, that's a little eh, you know, a little not good. It's, it's you know, it's not awesome. Not he, the best. He also admitted to being mean to me just for the sake of it. Whoa. That's pretty wild, yeah. All right, I know my opinion. <laughs> and I've been in toxic slash unhealthy relationships in the past a lot and he has since apologized about a month ago for these things and other things as well that i just can't seem to remember right now and he is making attempts at rectifying our relationship but for eight months i was the only one really trying to actively talk things out without yelling and emotions and trying to fix things between us I just don't know whether it's worth putting more energy into this right now or not because I have a lot going on at home as well and that all is mentally draining me. Mm. I love my boyfriend more than anything in the whole wide world. I just never want to be treated rude for the sake of it again and I'm very confused because of this. Um, I'm 17 and a senior and he's a freshman in college. Um, and then also there's an edit and an update edit at the time he was more short with me I was getting anxious pretty often so it also could have just been me asking for too much reassurance I'm just confused and not sure to be honest um so not the greatest boyfriend he does not sound awesome yeah and I don't know I feel like you gotta be kind of a a specific kind of fucked up to be mean to someone on purpose just to see the like I don't, I don't know. Especially if you know that they're anxious. Yeah, and asking for that. reassurance. Yeah, and like I don't like I, don't, I. My thing is like, why the sudden change of heart eight months in? Did you get Did you get one like post feminist studies class? And I was like, oh, maybe I actually I'm being kind of a dick right now. I don't know. It just seems like a weird like I I don't know if there is something to be salvaged if he. Has been acting like a dick and there's been red flags since the beginning. This is one of those things where it's not really useful to sit him down and talk with him about it because yeah. it's already happened and it's happened a lot and you've given a lot of things to put in the cons. You know, if you <laughs> yeah, sat the down, section. there's a there's a saying that, you know, uh, my mother always told me, you know, <laughs> oh, if you can't make a decision about this relationship or this whatever, the situation that's going on make a pros and cons list but then there became a saying that if you have to do that you might you kind of know probably where it's not going a good yeah relationship. Like, i don't know like that that's just i just, it um, just i don't i don't like this guy i don't know just, <laughs> as listen girl as your friends we do not like this guy i'm not saying that he's bad for you or whatever 
It sounds not great for you, but he doesn't sound good for you. No, like no. I mean, not, like I don't know, like fucking as as a as a person, like I don't know. It just seems like um, I, he, yeah, he does not seem that great. Yeah, so uh, I mean, okay, so it's one of those things where you have to mentally think about all of all of those things and decide for yourself, and it is really hard actually to do this, and it is unfair. I, you know that you have to do the mental work of this. But I mean, that's like one of the core things about life that are just unfair is that sometimes people will be mean to you for no reason, people that you love. And then you have to sit there and decide whether or not to forgive them. Yeah. And that's, um, and it's, you have to do it. There's nobody else that is going to do it. And everybody else, you can ask so many people and they can tell you so many things and you know, they can all say the same thing. They can give you a mixed bag. They can say the thing that you didn't, you don't agree with, but you have to decide at the end. And everybody has to deal with that decision. But ultimately, you are the one that has to deal with that decision. So, you know, it's not really something you can sit down and talk to them about unless you, you know, you can if you want to. But I don't think this guy's mature enough to really get the, the he's 21 uh, he's a freshman in college you know yeah it might be that he's going through a transitional period and he's like realizing oh shit this relationship that i've taken advantage of because he's gone through in this relationship the point of view of a senior in high school if you remember how you were <laughs> senior in high school and how i was at a senior in high school you mean the coolest person alive <laughs> just like the most immature person oh, alive yeah, no, on this 100%, planet yeah no exactly every single person who was a senior in in high school and then tr- thinking you're hot shit and then going into being a freshman in college and realizing you are not hot shit not at all every single person on this earth who goes to college immediately after high school has that feeling and um some people think that's what college is for but you know it's eh, kind of is it kind of but Maybe that's how he's feeling and maybe he's genuinely has a change of heart. You're dealing with somebody who is very young and therefore very much in a tumultuous state because people who are young just are that way. They can change at the drop of a hat. But then you also have to decide whether it's you can forgive him for the shit that he did to you, you know? And also if it is healthy to you. Yeah. Because it might be that you want to forgive him. But it might not be healthy for you to do that. And then you might just have to make a really, really heartbreaking decision of. You can't continue on because it's just going to be yeah bad for you. And I think this is why a lot of relationships go on breaks. I think mm. that's why they it's one person not really knowing if the other person is good for them. And then deciding to go on break to see, you know, and I mean, you know, maybe that's. That's what it is. But ultimately, it's up to you to decide. Yeah. And it, yeah, that's that's the one thing. Personally, I do not like. I don't like this guy. <laughs> I do not like this guy. From what you have said, yeah. I do not like him. That being said, I mean, people are able to change, but I feel like, I don't know. It feels like a he lot of the stuff. Shitty. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know he, man. he seems shitty like a high school boy. Oh, yeah. He seems pretty as a high school boy that went to college. Like, I don't know. I remember my first year of college and I was with and I was I was like the baby of the group and. 
I I don't I mean in hindsight I was very yeah. lucky that like I wasn't somehow the immature one. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. I know exactly like, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, cuz like I mean, you know, I I knew a lot about these other uh guys and like there's just like a there's just this thing with like some people especially like and I and I know it's really exclusive to me cuz like I went to a fucking film school, but like in people like, in the arts definitely. yeah people in the arts but even like people in like the regular class i remember i sat next to this guy in uh like the the beginning like when i changed my degrees and i had to take a new uh course yeah it was like a, like oh here's your introduction to college you know like oh here's how you be successful oh yeah, I, sat to, I sat next to this one uh guy that was so fucking immature yeah and like i don't know like we were we were like acquaintances you know it wasn't it never mm-hmm. got that bad but like also like I hope no woman had to date him. Like, I don't know. He's probably you changed know, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, he wanted to run a gym, so it's not. Why is it that every single person, I took that same class, and like three There's... people wanted to run gyms? I don't know, I don't man. know. I don't fucking know, man. It's really weird. I So, similar <laughs> story. I took that same class, and the guy next to me, because I don't know if you had the same classroom, but it was like tables. So you had like, like two a partner. By two. Yeah, two yeah. by two. You had a partner. I yeah. that. I had a guy next to me, um, a gay guy who was awesome. Fucking awesome. Oh, that's good. We vibed so hard. And in the specific class, you have to take personality tests. Yeah, I remember that. And we got like almost exactly the same personality oh, test. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it was dope. We were like, bro, we're like bros for life. And then one day I walk outside and he's like, hey, look at this video of me doing coke. And I was like, what? Whoa. And he shows me a video of him doing coke, doing like three lines of coke, um, like a maybe. lot of coke. And Listen, I was like, guys, we all know coke is a cool drug. That being said, maybe three lines back to back maybe doesn't pass the vibe check. All right. And it was like a Snapchat story that he put on a Snapchat with him doing coke. That might. Yeah, that doesn't pass the vibe check. Sorry. That doesn't pass the vibe check. <laughs> like whoa you know and he what, was you like a fucking 80s <laughs> businessman like come on he was, was this american psycho he was just like a sassy gay kid that worked at a 7-eleven and did coke and went to community college in his little prius his little blue, Hell yeah. blue prius and i was just like i mean this guy's awesome like he is awesome he just cannot this is it was just not my vibe yeah, i was just not the type to go out and do coke i don't know no, like, you know it was just like Okay, at the point in time, I was not susceptible to drugs at all. And I was just like, I had this moment in my mind where I was like, if I hang out with this guy, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to be around Coke. Yeah. And I don't really want to do that. And he looked at me and he goes, This was a mistake, me showing you this video, huh? Of me. And I go, Yeah. Yeah. And then we laughed because it was funny as fuck. That's such a funny instance. And we were friends for the rest of the fucking. Like there was no and then judgment. You shake hands and you walk away. That's it. That's, That's it. Yeah. But like you know, your boyfriend's probably having these experiences, <laughs> probably, college yeah. experiences, yeah. and is like, wow. There's a lot of people who don't get me. Yeah. So I don't know. It's but just my very... girlfriend gets me. Yeah. You know, and maybe I should be not be mean to her on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It just. Hopefully I don't know. It still he's seems like that. Hopefully. I, but Hopefully. again, I don't know. It's gonna be. You're gonna need to sit down and think about it because like it's really. 
Yeah. It Whatever could be. helps you out in the long run, whatever you think is going to be best for your health. And remember, you are 17. There's so much life ahead of you. Absolutely. Like, so oh, my God. Still, you pretty much, there's not going to be a, like, like the, the rest of your life is not set in stone. It's not it's <laughs> confined to the lockers of your high school, you know? Yeah, absolutely not. And it seems really like a big deal right now, for sure. And it's not. Well, but <laughs> it's, it, is a, it is a big it deal is for a big you deal. for now. But, but like, later five on, years from now, you're going to be like, eh. Man, that guy sucked. That guy sucked. Or that guy or became better. Good that guy's him. my fucking husband. I yeah. don't know. So it can go fucking crazy way. shit can happen like that. Like I knew a couple in high school who are married now and they broke up and got back together like every week. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they would do all this shit and I was friends with her and she would like go out and you know, try to date other guys but then she always just came back to him and they continued to date all through high school they graduated he went to the marines <laughs> jesus and she got married to him and they're still married i think damn well, you know them. who fucking so, knows and yeah. he was a fucking idiot too <laughs> like he was a fucking idiot i remember that a lot he was very lovable but he was a real idiot <laughs> it was it was a lot so god bless her yeah for but, dealing with him but he probably got better yeah, yeah so yeah i think just sit down and think what's best for you. Yep. That's my advice. And then you're going to make the best decision no matter what. Exactly. Advice done. <laughs> Can you believe that guy? I'm, it's just such a random... Fucking in the hallways code. of Valencia Community College. <laughs> you want to dog through school? You want to it's a it's the only community college in Orlando. Yeah, you're not wrong. Other than yeah, no, Seminole. That, that's fucking insane, man. God. <laughs> so funny i love that guy yeah that guy i mean he's a fucking chad in my mind yeah honestly good for him yeah not my vibe either all right so this all right last one this is coming from alex she they and this is a story it's a little long cool but i think it, it it's uh it's about what is it the title of the pdf because we get pdfs now oh nice i know and you I love think, that i think it's called crazy girl and her madness, if I'm not mistaken? Something like that. It sounds awesome. Holy shit. Oh, crazy girl and her wickedness. Ooh, that, that sounds even better. So this is how many pages? Three pages. So it's not shouldn't be too bad. Nice. Backstory. Mm. At the time the story took place, I was 17 while my partner at the time was 18. Okay. We had been dating since I was 15 and he was 16. However, it was an on-again, off-again relationship. Being 20 now and looking back, I see how bad I was mentally to stay in a relationship that was as rocky as this one. I get it. Don't get me wrong, I don't hate the guy, we just needed to grow up. I look back into the story and just find it funny, and I believe you guys would enjoy it. Nice. Yeah. When I was 17, I was dating my boyfriend at the time, 18. We had gotten back together after I had broken up with him for another guy. I had promised my boyfriend I was going to do better and showed him I loved him. However, he had a way to always bring up the fact that I bro broke up with him, or he would poke jokes about breaking up with me to make me feel guilty. Mm. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks a lot. What the fuck? Although they would hurt my feelings, I felt like I had to prove how much he meant to me. Oh. Fast forward a couple months later, I was in his room while he was playing video games, and he's telling me about this, quote, really cool girl he oh, met no. at this, his school. He talked about how she liked books and how she was into old rock like him and how she was one of the smartest kids in the whole school. And she's got these big mommy milkers and fucking... And she's got badass. Yeah, fucking Jesus. I took no mind to it considering I knew he had female friends and he was just excited someone was into his same genre of music. 
As weeks went by, he started talking about her more and more and even invited her to be part of his friend group. Oh, no. I worked with his best friend at the time, and he would express to me how he and others at school thought my boyfriend and this girl would make such a cute couple. Oh, no. Around this time, I worked 25 to 30 hours a week at my job while taking dual credit classes, basically completing my associate's degree while I was in high school. Congrats on doing your associate's degree, by the way. Yeah, I knew a bunch God of people that did you. that. You are, you are a fucking I should have fucking trooper. done that in high school. Yeah, same. I'm so jealous Everyone, of you. Everyone, unironically, maybe look into doing dual enrollment if you can. Do if you can get free enrollment. college, fucking do it. Get free college, and then also, like, you get most of the day. Yeah, you get most of the day off. Like, you don't yeah. have to stay in school all that time. Yeah, dude, holy and shit. And college classes... I know you have to be, like, really, like, because I know I didn't have a car at the time, but, like, if you have the ability to do it, I definitely recommend trying it. fucking yeah. do it, because if also, like, I knew kids that were like, my college class got canceled, so now I just have the whole day off, and it's like... Fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. I was taking three AP classes. I wanted to fight them. Yeah, right. Same. Fight them so Yeah, I did AP. AP's a fucking scam. AP's a scam. Yeah. All right, so what is it? Uh, the last thing on my mind was assuming the guy I cared about was cheating on me. So I confronted my boyfriend and asked if he had feelings for her, and he admitted he did, but oh. he still claimed he loved me. I cried to him expressing that I wanted him to sort out his feelings, but requested that he didn't talk to her in the meantime since he was still dating me. Yeah. Yeah, I, that makes that's sense. A, that's a normal... That's a good boundary, ask. yeah. That's a good boundary. Yeah. That week was the most emotionally draining I have ever felt, but I didn't oh, have honey. time to wallow considering this was the round midterm season and I still had to work. I was working that Friday night when I knew my boyfriend was going to a festival with his dad. As I was coming from my lunch break, I ran to my boyfriend's best friend. His best friend said hi to me and told me how surprised he was that I was at work when my boyfriend was at a festival with said girl. He, As he babbled about other stuff, a mix of rage and sadness clouded my head. I had finished my shift at midnight and immediately called my boyfriend. I started yelling at him, Chad asking... Friend. Yeah, that friend... That's a, that friend is dope as shit. Yeah, although fucking accidentally giving away the fucking... Actually, no, yeah. I don't actually, think so. No, I yeah, think I he think was he like... Was, yeah. Yeah, Yo, what are you doing here? Yeah, your boyfriend's cheating on you for sure. Yeah, okay, never mind, you're right. Yeah, yeah like I think that's what comes, it was. Yeah. Like, that guy's awesome. I was written, yeah, okay, that yeah. makes sense, yeah. Okay. All right. I started yelling at him and asking him why he couldn't respect my wishes and how I didn't want to be a second option, so I dumped him. Hell yeah! I parked in the gas station and proceeded to break down before going home. Oh, sad. It was now two months later, still sad and boarding my breakup when I had gotten a message from my ex-boyfriend. Uh-huh. He asked if he can call me, and stupidly, I said yes. He broke down crying, which was the first time he had ever done that. He said how much he realized I was too good for him, which now knowing I was, yes. and how he missed me and wanted me back. He told me how he tried to be with the girl he thought he liked and admitted how batshit crazy she was and how <laughs> desperate she wanted him to date her. I went to see yeah. him that week and I was still in love with him as ever, so I did take him back right away. Oh, no. So, in oh. bold and in parentheses, now this is where it gets good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's see. I just read ahead because there's a part in caps. Okay. <laughs> The one thing he had failed to mention to me was that said crazy girl he thought he liked became homeless within the time he and I weren't together. What? According to what I now know, she was kicked out of her mom's and refused to go to her dad's because she did not want to follow rules given to her. X examples like getting her license in order to drive the car, let said parent know where she was at and did not get home late. Okay. Those are pretty common rules, yeah. That's, yeah. Getting your license, I feel like that's a personal decision that children should be able to make. But like, if but, you want to get behind a car, yeah. Maybe, if you want to drive the car, get your license. Get a license, yeah. If you don't want to drive the car, and your parents just like you need to get your license when you're here because of 
whatever rule that's bullshit that's, yeah but everything else want, yeah. is normal <laughs> yeah everything else is yeah normal rules yeah at the time i had no clue of this and felt bad for her and asked what happened to her turns out his parents allowed her to live with them so if I wanted to see my boyfriend, I would have to see her there as well. Is I this a sitcom? <laughs> this is a sitcom. <laughs> this is a hundred percent a fucking like. Dude. This is like she walks in and she drops her. Bag. No, this is no. You know what this is? This is that Mike Birbiglia bit where yes. yeah, he talks his about the fucking ex boyfriend is at the house. Yeah, the ex boyfriend of uh, the soon to be wife. Yeah, <laughs> just hanging out because they were good friends with the parents, you know. And then <laughs> like, oh my god, I remember listening to that and being like, Mike, you idiot, you idiot, Mike, Mike, you fucking. Asshole. You dumbass. I mean, they're married, now, but, yeah, they're, yeah, they're married now, but yeah. Yeah, they're married now. They're happy or yeah. fucking whatever. I still yeah. think that's fucking trash. That yeah. she made him look at his at her <laughs> ex boyfriend. Just in the pool, just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so so if I wanted to see my boyfriend, I would have to see her there as well. I didn't want to be a bitch and make him kick her out, but the first two to three weeks we were together again, I asked to inv- uh, I asked to invite me when she wasn't there since I was not mentally ready to meet the girl he left me for. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. 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 After a month, I had finally met her. And at first, I thought she was really cool. We had similar music tastes and got along pretty well till she asked me for $30 for vape juice. I shrugged it off as as she said, "You, babe, Nash, baby, babe, Nash, baby." You children are so children are funny. fucking wacky, man. You children are the funniest things in the world. Dude, everyone in my high school just raped people. What the fuck? I know none guys? of us. I didn't know a single person who smoked. As soon as vapes yeah. came out, every kid was like, "Hell, Hell yeah. yeah!" And I guess they're terrible or whatever. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. Jewel it up, baby. But I just think that shit is so funny. The kids vape. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> yeah, I shrugged it off as she continued to live there. The more I saw her, what my boyfriend meant by, quote, she was crazy. She would br- bum money off of everyone, including my boyfriend's older brother who had a crush on her. He was 20 and she was 18 for drugs and vapes. She would go on missing on days on end to go up north of our city, which was where she was from, to par- where she was from, to party with her rich friends and come home super late at night. Bro, this sounds like a girl that my closeted gay ass would crush on in high school because Probably, I yeah. hate myself. <laughs> That's La- really funny. Yeah. Lastly, this is where my boyfriend. Uh, this is where my boyfriend hated her. Mm. All he asked her to do was to never bring drugs into his house, considering he was a younger autistic. He has a younger autistic brother and did Aww. not want to expose him to that. And which the following yeah. day she proceeds to bring edibles home and eat it in front of his younger brother that later begged her for one in which my boyfriend had found out. Wow, fuck her actually. <laughs> holy shit. Why would you do that? Dude, holy shit. My boyfriend would come <sighs> frustrated to me almost daily about how she's lazy and inconsiderate and a bum. I felt bad for him, but knew this was his karma in a way which made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> However, what made me upset finding out this girl was using my boyfriend's older brother because she knew he liked her and used him for rides and food and to generally spoil her even when she was dating her ex again. I would talk to my boyfriend's older brother about how she could find his worth and maybe realize she wasn't good for him, but he believed he could tra- change her. He could change her, dude. I can change I her. I can change her. I can Sad- change her, <laughs> Sadly, boyfriend's older brother got heartbroken by her when she rejected him, then proceeded to ask for a ride the next day. Months later, my boyfriend gets her a job at a pizza shop he worked at. 
oh, when I tell you he had more to complain about her, she never closed or even helped closed, would be missing half the time to go vape in the restroom, and would call in almost every weekend to go see her ex. My boyfriend hated her so much that he would they would argue every car ride home. That's so funny. I never felt like intervening into this until that following summer when we all were about to graduate. Oh my god. I was going to university at the school here in my city, and my boyfriend had gotten an opportunity for a better job. Crazy Girl was going to a school in another city, so to say big changes were happening was an understatement. Good. At that time, at his pizza shop job, my boyfriend was ready to put in his two weeks. Okay. He talked about how he was going to thank his manager for allowing him to work there all throughout high school. When he went to give her his two weeks, she scuffed and said, You two? I bet you both planned this together. He was shocked to see her face. Apparently, Crazy Girl came an hour before he did and quit right on the spot. My boyfriend was so angry because she ruined a longtime friendship he had with his manager. The reason for his anger and my disgust was that she had told us she was planning to stay working there all summer until she moved to campus. So he fucking cucked this guy, this poor guy. Yeah. Turns out her dad came to her with a deal saying that if she moved back in with him during the summer, she could use the car and live with no rules. And she agreed. That same day, she was packing her stuff to leave without telling my boyfriend or his parents not even a simple fucking thank you to them. I am a big person of respect and to see her actions with my own eyes enraged me. The following day, I had gone to school and was in the middle of my class when a mutual friend of my boyfriend and I, even the crazy girl was friends with him, called me crying and freaking out. I asked what happened and according to him, the crazy girl and him were flirting and she was just using him for money and alcohol. And Mm. when he didn't want to do that anymore, pinned her friends who were his friends as well against him saying he kept bothering her and kept pursuing her when she didn't want to. Oh, no. Her friends attacked him and cut off their friendship with him, which led him to crying at work. I was so angry with her and tired of her shit that I messaged her and told her all the shit she needed to hear. I told her she was a manipulating person that cares about no one but herself, and if she wanted to start shit with someone, she can start something with me. Fuck yeah. My boyfriend's mom messaged me asking what's wrong, and I told her everything, and bless her heart, helped me calm down and realize that crazy girl wasn't worth my time. Fuck yeah. That's a good supportive family. That's great. Hell yeah. Yeah. Crazy girl messaged her saying I was attacking her. (laughs) Jesus. She probably believed it, yeah. Yeah. I tried to let go of the situation with her friends, sent me messages threatening to fight me as well. I told them they were not worth my time, which pissed them off even more and eventually blocked me. Hell yeah. On Crazy Girl's last day at my boyfriend's house, the last thing I said to her was, fuck you and goodbye. Hell yeah. I never saw her again and it was such a huge relief to my boyfriend, his family, and I to see her gone. Fucking get him. I am now 20 years old in the best relationship I've ever been in with a loving partner that respects me and cares for me. That's nice. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm glad you didn't, you dumped the guy. Yeah. Yeah. My ex-boyfriend has grown to be a better person and realized how he manipulated me and apologized to me. That's good. We are not on speaking terms, but I hope the best for him. Okay. Last I heard about Crazy Girl, she became a huge druggie, shaved her head, and moved to Colorado. Hell yeah. I am not a hateful person, but I only wish karma, wish karma teaches her a lesson and makes her a better person. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I fuck, man. That she is sounds wild. Insane. Yeah, for sure. Um I kind of respect it though. <laughs> I get it. I kind of respect Dude, it. Dude, the amount of work you have to put in to be that shitty of a person. No. It's like it's there were so many plans. She planned things. Dude, she to is do. a fucking that evil was crazy. mastermind. Like listen, she was really bad. She was the worst. Yes. Those things that she did were bad. 
But you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta accept the hustle a you little bit. Accept the hustle. You gotta respect it a little bit. That means fuck her. No, fuck uh, her. Fuck no, her. she's fuck the her. worst. She's she the sucks. worst. She's the worst. She is the worst. <laughs> but it's so I'm funny thinking, that this whole time she, her dad, she had this back pocket <laughs> this whole time, and dad was just like, "All right, yeah, come back. No God rules. Whatever. Fine." Damn it. That's so funny. That's fucked as hell, though, man. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's very fucked. All but I can it's think so of, funny. All I can think of is that uh, that drill tweet, I think, of where it's mm. like, in respect to my previous tweet, uh, you do not, in fact, in relation to ISIL, quote, have to give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I feel right now yeah, after you saying do that. Not, yeah, like, so, but you gotta give it to them. <laughs> <gotta, laughs> <laughs> Had to do it to him. Had to do it to him. God. Not, in fact, I have to Had do to give it, it to him. him. God, that is a crazy fucking story. That's insane. I've never known yeah. somebody that fucking crazy. That is fucking insane, man. I do hope that she's doing better. I hope so, too. Yeah, unironically. <laughs> I do wish the best, and hopefully... Maybe she has some sort she, of mental personality disorder. She has, like, the My Name is Earl moment where she, like, wins like, a lottery ticket oh, but then he, loses it, you know? Yeah, like, like yeah. wow, I'm a piece of shit, you know? Exactly. Like, but, I'm the fuck. <laughs> Because, you know, everybody's young. Everyone deserves a chance, a second chance. But, like, fucking, that's so funny. <laughs> wow, dude. Dude, holy shit. I thought I had shitty. crazy bitches, but no. Fucking, no. Yeah, wow. Yeah, gotta, gotta apologize for her. Fucking God. <laughs> could have been worse. So it could have been worse. Funny, man. man. It sucks. And I'm glad it you're sucks, out of and there. I'm glad that you're out of it, too. I really, Thank you for that story. It but really like, sucks that you had to deal with it, too. Cause yeah, like, like fuck. It's pretty funny that your ex-boyfriend had to deal with it, though. Because he really just some fucked fucking up karma. that bad. Yeah, he fucked up big time. <laughs> and, like, I am a... I, I knew from the beginning when you said, like, oh, she likes old rock. Just, like, red flag. Red, red flag. flag in a woman. Red flag. As a woman who likes old rock too much, that is a red flag. And I that agree. is a red flag that yeah. I have Yeah, that he looks past. What's up? I have that red flag, but I mean, you know, it's bad. And that's one of those things. Old rock, classic rock and roll, when you are a woman and you like classic rock and roll and you know like five things, like you know Jimmy Page, you know? Like you know Jimmy Sorry, Page. I know I made this joke earlier, but do you want the Rose Vibrator to <laughs> help you out right now? or No, but like... <laughs> You say that to a guy that is wearing, like, you know, a fucking Van Halen t-shirt. Oh, hell yeah. You're boning in 30 seconds <laughs> after that. It's like playing guitar as a uh, man. Damn. That's what it Get is. Know. It's a, it's a, you know. <laughs> fucking, I see someone going around. It's fucking. Just for teenage girls out there that want the scoop. Don't, no, no, Want the no, scoop. No, no. Don't do that. Cut. Don't cut do that. right now. <laughs> Holy shit. Don't yeah. do that. Don't do that. Don't ruin a good track record of us having good advice for people. <laughs> Jesus. Here's how you manipulate boys. <laughs> this is how you manipulate boys and then get manipulated by those boys. Oh yeah, don't do that. Yeah. They're bad. But if you want if you go in there with the with the mentality of I'm going to manipulate them before they manipulate me. Oh, that's just survival of the fittest, yeah. No. Yeah. Then that's how most of how I dated. So, okay. So while we were recording this, we yeah. got another message on TikTok. This isn't a story. This isn't a thing. Yeah. But I'm going to read this out. Uh, so right now, 
Uh, hey there, I love your channel on YouTube and TikTok. One of your recent videos, you were talking about helping a homeless mom of two and figuring out how to support them. While the story wasn't about the mother, I'm about to tell you about, I was wondering if you can help uh, use your platform to help her out. Hmm. She's in her early 20s with two kids. CPS is currently trying to take her kids away if she can't get shelter. She's been crowdfunding on her own and is not enough. She needs help ASAP. She has a GoFundMe and works with mutual aid. This is urgent and any attention we can bring to helping her will be amazing. It's about to be winter here where I live and it gets really windy and wet here. If we could get her home before the winter and kids and her kids back from CPS, that would be a miracle. Please let me know if you're willing to help and I'll send you her crowdfunding info. Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pl- yes. yes. So I- I'll let them know. So uh, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to get the full information, but we're going to put information in uh a separate comment as well as in the description as long yeah. as everything's legit i don't know for sure if this yeah is, we'll yeah. look into it and if it is legit we'll mm. make this into a tiktok and then put that on our tiktok and put everything in a comment so you guys are able to uh read um, over her situation and donate if you would like yes um but yeah yeah but i'm getting in contact with them right now see what's up so sweet yeah so we can actually help out someone uh, that would be yeah, dope. I would, would love help. to do that. Exactly. Yeah. The whole situation with the other guy was fucking, God, fucking terrible. Bullshit. Yeah. I DM'd the guy on Reddit and I was like, "Hey, um, you know, what's your sister's cash app? I would like to help you guys." And then he was like, "She doesn't deserve shit." And I was like, "If you want to send it anyway, at some point, blah blah blah." And he goes, "No, never." she's a shitty person and you're a shitty person for wanting to help her. So I don't know about you guys because you guys did have a different opinion than us on that TikTok. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and say that guy was an asshole. Yeah. That guy was for sure an asshole. Yeah. If you watch Absolutely. the full thing, it's, it comes off that that guy's a dick. So yeah. Yeah. So, so if we can help this person out, let's try and do it. Again. I would love to help this person. out. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully you'll be able to help them out as long as that actually is everything's legit. Yep. So I think wait, oh, I think that's it. That is it. Yeah. Whoo! I'm actually glad that we read that then. Yeah, I'm glad we got it too as quickly so as we could. It can go out like ASAP. Yeah. All right. So I will put all the information down below, and we should be good to call it here. Wow, that was a long podcast. That was a long. Podcast. I think we podcast. actually recorded for over three hours. Just over three hours. We did it. Nice. We finally we made our. It'll be like two hours fifty, probably. I think. Holy shit! I'm gonna get up early tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna be in here all day. You guys are demanding beefier and beefier podcasts. Yeah, and we will give them to you. I think we need to start limiting listener stories. Yeah, I think we're gonna do. We're gonna make a Google form to make it easier for everybody. Yeah, it'll be the top of the link tree soon. But I mean, eventually we'll make another TikTok on how to. Yeah. So submit stories. Stories. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll pin the comment down below. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that is our show, everybody. Sarah, what do you want to plug? I want to plug my Twitter, S-Q-U-I-N-T-O-N-271. That's S-Q-U-I-N-T-O-N-271. And my Instagram, S-Q-U-I-N-T-O-N-27. Because I'm going to start consolidating everything into that Instagram because it's the most followers I have. You can also follow this podcast on uh, Instagram at a podcast will save this. YouTube, APWSTR, TikTok, APWSDR, email, podcast will save this at gmail.com, Twitter, APWSTR, uh, anything else? Patreon, APWSTR Productions. No, just APWSTR. Never mind. And buy me coffee, APWSTR. Yes, that too. All right, and I'm Joshua Chinland on Twitter, a guy nicknamed JC on Twitch. When I eventually, I'm going to probably start streaming maybe this week. 
Maybe next week. Whenever you want. I gotta get. I'm seven dollars to a payout. I gotta fucking someday. Yeah. yeah, I gotta get it somehow. Truth. But yeah, so that uh, and, and uh, Joshua Chenlin on YouTube. I have a bunch of old videos. I'm gonna private soon. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, and then uh, a guy nicknamed Jason on TikTok for stream highlights. Yep. Yeah, but that is our show. We did it. Over three hours of raw recording. Jesus Christ. We did it, everybody. Tune in next week for our 24-hour podcast where we just do a live stream for 24 hours. And uh, we wait, we watch our phones for you guys to send in follow. uh, 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 The telethon. (laughs) We're doing it. (laughs) Yeah, we're doing a live telethon. Yeah, that's how we do it, baby. (laughs) That would be kind of fun to do. That would be fun, yeah. Ah, fuck. Now we gotta do that. Uh, we'll plan it out. That'll be our one of our Patreon goals. All right. Hundredth episode? No. No, we're not. I don't have, <laughs> we don't have the infrastructure to do it. We for, don't. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we'll do something else for our hundredth. I'll be 200. You know, oh episode. shit. This is supposed to be our Halloween episode. This is gonna go oh, for Halloween. Oh shit. Fuck. Well, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Uh, the outro will be the Halloween thing. Bye, everyone. Ooh. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Spooky. I don't know. Fucking skeletons. <laughs> Ghosts of the past. You know what's spooky? What's having a flash wars seizure warning? Ah! That's the most. That's a, yeah, that's very anticlimactic. Oh no! Uh, they're out of sync. I think this beats a bump. Hold on. Happy, spooky, scary skeleton time. It's like the police are on us. Wee woo, wee woo. You know what's scary? 12. And you know what? Fuck, Fuck 12. 12. <laughs> Throw those tickets at the cop. <laughs> what? I'm going 20 miles <laughs> over the you speed limit? You know what's scary? Limit? Child you know endangerment. What? Fuck you. What? I killed 12 <laughs> children? <laughs>